There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Sportive Podcast, episode 150. Uh, I'm Brandon. Uh, so let's just start this off quick. This is our world-famous draft analysis podcast we do this every year live, live draft analysis live podcast. and in person um so i know there's a lot of draft interest a lot of draft analysis out there and like likely a lot of new listeners wondering if this is the podcast worth your time right right so i want to start off before we even do uh, anything else and break down our bona fides as draft analysis wonks so with for myself i watch upwards of 60 percent of vikings games nice at most um, probably 5% of non-Vikings games, and I watched 10 minutes of college football this past season. So you can trust me. Uh, moving over to Stu. Stu, I think, watches more Vikings games than me I while drinking so. in a public location. Yes. Um, you are known, famous, I would say, for screaming, Go Vikings! at any random moment while out with friends. Yeah. I'm Go just- Vikings! <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Usually during a different sporting event. For, for instance, uh, yes. town lanes. Yes. At, uh, or a bowling alley. On a Thursday a night. Alley. Yeah. Uh, also, a good trivia is you named your youngest daughter Fwad. This Another is true. Another good bona fide. Um, for his HGTV show, not for his kicking. <laughs> uh, Aaron uh, joined ESPN in 2006 as a professional football analyst making regular appearances on a number of ESPN programs. Inclu- no, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I mixed that up with Todd McShay. The actual bio that I have here for Aaron Gleeman, cat owner. Yeah. Yeah. So to summarize why you should care about us, you've got analysis from Half Watcher, Ironic Shouter, and Cat Owner. Yeah. Go Vikings. Go Vikings. I would say, uh, and I hope, Stu, you can keep me honest here because I'm pretty sure Aaron can. Thank you. Is it fair to say we've spent literally zero seconds preparing for this? Um, I know Aaron said he read no, Matt Vensel's article. I, I read oh, okay, sorry. cover to cover. And we're talking <laughs> like over 10 words? paragraphs. 800 words? 1,000? Uh, 600, maybe. Okay. You skimmed a few. Yeah. Skimmed a few. Yeah, because they got to, like, the safeties, and I was like, I don't know. Uh, safeties. I don't know. Yeah. Vensel's been cashing checks I know, in Baltimore. I know potentially 8 to 12 names of players only two of whom were quarterbacks, so I'm prepared. <laughs> so you have the level of, like, a standard suburban wife. Yes. A like standard Harry, cat owner, really. <laughs> yeah, standard cat I also owner. have a few Sorry, notes that, <laughs> that our friend Clarence has sent me. Okay. Okay, uh, great. Number one, hey, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What's up, fuckers? Uh, and then once we get a little deeper into our coverage, our wall-to-wall coverage. Wall-to-wall, I mean, wall. yeah. I have a few Clarence thoughts, though. 
to so, bring to the table. So now that we've chased away anybody actually looking for analysis, yes. I think we can, uh, we can actually talk about what we're doing here tonight. We are at Town Hall Lanes in South Minneapolis. Yep, right between Nokomis and Lake of the Isles. Is that right? Or Lake between, of the Woods? Yeah, I think Lake, so. Like, Lake of the Woods. Uh, I know it's not Lake of the Isles or Lake of the Woods. They are our local sponsor this week, and yes, we're really happy. So, yes. so FYI, just as of now, not to do any ad sales work, because um, that's usually what I typically do after hours for yes, most of yes, my most of my time. It's my full time job is ad sales for the sportive. Uh, my my family's starving. Stamps.com. <laughs> Stamps.com. <laughs> um, in order to become a local sponsor, you just need to uh, ply us with beer and give us a place to sit. Yes. Which yes. they've done, and we're very thankful for that. So yeah, Mike and Dan at Town Hall Lanes. Mike and Dan come here, Town Hall Lanes. Find them. They're the greatest. So They're our awesome. deal for right now is if you do that for us, local sponsor, we'll say three nice things about your establishment. Mm-hmm. So for Town Hall Lanes, I'm going to say uh, friendly people. Yes. Good-looking people. Handsome, yeah, handsome, handsome as, as hell. Is all get yeah, out, almost yes. too handsome. And uh, I like their beer beer list. It's great. Yeah, uh, we are drinking a uh, three ninety four by uh, Alesmith out of San Diego. It's called three ninety four yeah. because that was Tony Gwynn's batting average one year in nineteen ninety four. 1994, thank you. Because it was the strike. He was going for yes. 400. Uh, Our NFL draft expert with <laughs> yeah, some baseball yeah, knowledge weird. here. Listen, I thought you the only NFL watched the one. NFL has an offseason, too. So when exactly. the NFL is in the offseason, <laughs> yeah. I like to switch around to other sports a little bit. Yeah, you got to keep a, sharp with analysis. It's a very yeah. good uh, India Pale Ale out of San Diego. And uh, we want to thank uh, Town Hall Lanes for letting us drink it. Yes, thanks again. So with that out of the way, um, the draft is ongoing. It's yes. mid-draft right now. Anybody listening knows what happened. But, but for us... We're on pick five. Yep. We know that two uh, quarterbacks and two Ohio State guys have gone. Something named Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff of, went first. Uh, Berkeley. Cal. Yep. Cal Berkeley. Thank you to Matt Venzel for telling Thank me you, that. Thank you, Matt. I bet he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders now because the team, whoever team traded for him, gave up like fifty picks. Yes. And then the second pick was a local boy, somewhat. Yeah, uh, Carson Wentz. Carson out of Wentz, North Dakota State. Yeah. Um, Alumni, uh, Clarence Swamptown. Clarence Swamptown alumni. Wait, he went to North Dakota State? Yeah, NDSU. North Dakota State. That's an actual thing. Yeah. That explains a lot, actually. I know I'm joking, but that does kind of explain a lot. He lived at, like, there's an apartment at the corner of, like, 94 and 29, which is just, like, the saddest intersection ever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's, it's, well... It's two interstates, and it's in North Dakota. Sure. So. Yeah, no, you don't have to say any more no, than that. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. And uh, just, I think it just smolders. There's just a constant, like, smoldering fire at that intersection. Like from people burning couches and stuff, or just in I general? Think, I, I think it's more like a Tolkien type of Lord of the Rings Mordor I thought maybe from thing. hot takes from people like Clarence. It, it could be hot takes by Clarence, but I don't think that's the case. So things being on fire, um, he's used to, which is great, because he's going to Philly, and they have most yes. things on fire in Philly. Just in general, they're setting fires. That's good. That's good. That is a, that's a good joke. That's a good joke. I'm really happy yeah. with that. Totally improv. We'll keep that too. one in right off the top of your uh, head. That is a great, like, because the whole, I read, like, uh, some ESPN profile of him. Yeah. Wentz. Is, wait, is his name Wentz? Karen's Wentz. Wentz. Okay. Just, I'm pretending like I don't know. Like, to, it's like appeal oh, yeah, to the well, common. Yeah, there you go. But Sell it I, to the cheap seats. I read, like, the some ESPN profile, and it was all basically about, like, how he's just a bumpkin. How he just drives a crappy car, and he, like, goes hunting, and he, all this stuff. Like that—that that plays well. I, I mean, if you get drafted by the Vikings, that's like your beloved. Oh yeah. But like, Philly's not going to care about that crap. No. They're not going to be like, "Oh, this guy's just an all shucks." Like, I think that, if there's one place that's not going to help him, 
That's exactly right. They now, love. If he plays well. It doesn't matter. But I mean, if he uh, their beloved son in Philly, as far as I know, is Allen Iverson. Probably two opposite yeah, who are individuals. The mo- like, oh, there's the a lot Phillies. of guys. The Phillies won a world. Are they like uh, Cole Hamels. Not, I, not even though they don't even like Cole Hamels. Oh, they don't. Okay, they they let him slide because they won a world. Series. Chase Hartley. They yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Schmidt. They Mike like. Schmidt, yeah, yeah, they love Mike Schmidt. Uh, Julius Irving. How about Eric Lindros? Mm. Dross? Dross? I was going to say that. They hate yeah, him, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Is he dead? Oh, my God. Is Eric Lindros oh, yeah. dead? Are we breaking news right now? No, I don't think he's dead. Oh, okay. But maybe by the time people listen to this, you never, you never know. know. You never know. God never willing. Know. They can listen when they want. Yeah. And we know that this will be entered in the Library of Congress. So. That is true. Someone could listen to this in 50 years. Mm-hmm. And he probably will be. I mean, we'll probably be dead in 50 years. Oh, I won't sure. be, but you guys probably will be. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm on. 50 years. Eh. I'm calling my shot. I don't know. You're well-preserved, Stu. <laughs> you know? In some ways. Yeah. Clean living. Yeah, clean living. As he sips, I sip my three ninety four, slamming it. Should I? Do you think I should reveal? I have only a couple of notes from Clarence. Okay, should we you start off our draft coverage that way? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. um, we should know how Clarence is working, and he has a, a kid thing going on. That's why he's not here. And John Marthaler, as noted last week, is on an airplane to London right now to go yell at some Bobbies or some Tories. Is he? Is this a? Uh, Couples vacation. It's a family vacation. It's like his him, um, his his lovely wife, his angry brother Dave, very angry brother, and his mom and dad. Wait, no, I've met Dave. His angry brother. The first time I met Dave, I thought it was John for upwards of an hour. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, oh, John shaved. Well, yeah, they're and also is literally is being remarkably unfriendly to me. (laughs) But we did have like a conversation where it was just kind of like a basic like, hey man, how's it going? Yeah, and then like, and then I saw John like after that, and I was like, wait, 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 wait wait a minute now. Why are we? He's like John, but always rageful instead of just sometimes rageful. They both seem very calm to me, but I guess that's a that's a facade. Always filled with rage. Um. Okay. So Claire. Aaron says, just a couple, qu- I said, give me what you got. I can, you know, forward all your notes, and he just had a couple. Now, I just want to, just before um, you do this, I, to set the stage and really sell the Clarence experience, I need you to be delusionally yeah. hard-headed yeah. to a comical degree. Any point that is made that's a good counterpoint, just fucking flip out and tell us to sh- put it up our butt. Typically, are, that's yeah. how it goes. These are big shoes. In the butt. Or uh, big hairy forearms to or fill. I'm trying to, uh, you know. Shoes. Okay, so he says, I'm just going to read this. I'm not going to try to put my spin on it. No, good. He said, unless Doxon, Coleman, or Decker are there at 23, the Vikings will trade down and not pick at all tonight. And he says the local sports media will give Rick Spielman verbal and written, quote, Hand jobs for making this move. I would have said HJs. That's our policy on my podcast. Okay. But yes. uh, hand jobs. Well, thanks for, for making on. this move. Uh, I expected him to some sort of. Will you call for heads? Will you leave town? Yeah. But he's really. He seems calm. Seems in a sort of a zen place until w- the pick actually comes down. I think. I, I think the Minnesota Wild, like you know, Agita has just kind of like taken a little bit of the salt out of him. Some of the some of the rage has gone away for Clarence, but that honestly, I mean, that scenario could absolutely happen. Yeah, everything I've heard is like you know, if those receivers aren't there, and there's like one or two offensive linemen they have their eyes on, if those five players aren't there, they will trade down if they can. And his basic idea is just that whatever Spielman does, yes. if Spielman were to trade up, if Spielman were to just stay at twenty three and make a pick, if he trades down and gets a second round pick and all that, whatever it is. He's saying the local media 
I'm guessing when he says local media, he just means Rand, basically. Yeah. Uh, at this point, uh, yeah. will essentially just say, "Oh, what a brilliant move by by Spielman." Now, is it your is your perception of Spielman's coverage anything like that, or do you think, like most times, clearance is just a little little out there? Well, okay. Well, I'll preface this by saying, and I'm not exaggerating. I'm scared to death, scared to death to um, critique anything that Clarence says or does because he takes no prisoners when he's going to troll you online. Like, he will no. go fucking after you for years. Right. I'm not exaggerating. No, years. We know. we know. He will not stop. Well, we know. So my default is like, yeah, he's probably right. Just not because I think he's right. I think he's usually not. But, like, specific things... He will not shut up about. So I want to say I don't feel the same amount of anger toward Rick in general. Right. And well, I, just, and I certainly anger don't think in general. I don't, yeah, like, I don't know why I just said about Rick. Guy. <laughs> It'd be really uh, no, um, and I d- but I don't think I necessarily, I, don't, I guess I just don't pay enough attention to know how good of a job he's doing. I think my sense is, and this is this spans sports, um, I don't think you should judge anybody, any general manager, on the draft. Like, it's just a crapshoot. I mean, we, we've read Moneyball. Even that, with the most hardworking guys in the whole world, it was like, some of it worked. Right. Got a little bit of an edge. It is always funny, like, because as soon as, I mean, it's probably already happening, but, like, if you go on ESPN right now, they are literally grading the draft. Yep. Which is essentially just saying how plus or minus where, like, Mel Kuyper had a guy ranked. Did the yeah. guy end up getting taken? Based on one guy's opinion, right. how did and he so, do? And so, like, it's such an absurd... Like, it takes you, you know, five years or whatever to grade a draft. Because, like, uh, you know, six weeks into the rookie season for uh, Corderell, everyone was like, brilliant draft pick. Yep. Great guy, pick. And now Great it's pick. like, oh, we'd like to murder him. Yeah. the guy who took him. Yeah, I'm exactly. again speaking for Clarence. Right. The murder front. Well, think about the perception of Percy Harvin. Back and yeah, forth, right. back and forth. He's the worst ever. Oh, my God, he's amazing. He's a pro bowler. Now he's the worst. And, he's you know, it's just like... When do you decide it was a good draft or not? I mean, that said, obviously, if they choose somebody uh, in a position they don't need, that you can give shit to that. But I don't know. I just have a hard right. time. I guess my point is Clarence, although I'm sure you've already tweeted me a thousand times. Yeah. Um, there's lots of reasons to critique a front office, but I just don't think the draft is necessarily one of them. Terrible organizations have good drafts. Good organizations, like, go back and look at some of the Seahawks' recent drafts and the Patriots, they've been horseshit. Plus, I mean, 23. 23, yeah. How bad can you really screw up? Like, if you don't get a good player, the odds are you weren't going to get a great player anyway. So it's, well, They're not going to screw them like they did with Khalil or Ponder. And uh, in Clarence's defense, Khalil and Ponder are both Spielman draft picks. Yo, the, the Khalil horseshit. thing is a perfect example of what we were just saying. It's mm-hmm. like... Uh, after his rookie year, people were like, college. "That's amazing yeah. pick that they got." You know, a building block. Yeah, wasn't he a pro tackle? bowler? Yeah, pro bowler. Is and then year. terrible. Wow. Yeah, and just bad. I really don't know what happened to him, but got to be injuries, right? Yeah, it's I guess. Gotta, yeah, what's or or too much pizza at Pyology in Maple Grove? Oh yeah, I <laughs> forgot. About, have you ever gone to that? No, <laughs> me neither. The Chipotle at Pizza Aaron. Yeah, but I feel like every restaurant now is the Chipotle of of something. Something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Subway is the Chipotle of sandwiches. That is true. Like, Chipotle is basically the Subway of Mexican food. Yes, it is. Subway should really... Call it that. Yeah. So I guess Subway has its own problems, but... Yeah. They do have a few. They do have a few, yeah. This is by the... We are deep into the draft coverage right now. Yes, we are. I think so, uh, yeah. Subway. Yeah, okay, so... Um, 
So Clarence is saying if they choose a wide receiver, HJ is all around. Hand jobs, excuse me. I'm not on your podcast. You're on mine. This yeah, is great. Come on. Um, if they choose an offensive lineman that Todd McShay or Mel Kuyper like, hand jobs all around. Yeah. If they trade back in the draft, also hand jobs all around. Anything Christian. else? Christian is here not to. Hey, what's Christian. up, Christian? Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. You're not interrupting shit. We're talking about Subway right now. No, so we yeah, things have gone of off topics. the rails. We're pretty like eight quickly. minutes in. So. Things have gone off the rails. Yeah. All right, we got a topic, topic here. Are you... This is about the draft. Yeah. Sports. Yeah, oh, yeah. We can talk about the draft. He doesn't have a microphone right now. Just now? Shut up. Smart. From his Twitter account, Laramie Tunsil. Who's an offensive lineman? That's not a real name, by the way. Have we figured out his actual... lineman out of uh, Baylor? Tweeted a video. I don't know if people could hear him. So tweeted a video of him smoking a bong out of a gas mask? Is it possible? (laughs) That's that's a Batman villain. (laughs) Now we're seeing the photo. Why would you... Maybe that's just tobacco? Yeah. (laughs) That is... That was always like growing up. You're always like, I'll just tell him it was cigarettes. Oh, it's, on dead, it's on dead spin. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. This guy's got amazing timing. I'll say that. that like, is some great timing. Laramie. He looks like the scarecrow from the first Batman movie. We think it's possible. What is his defense? Looking into the future when people are listening to this, what was his defense? This was somebody else? Because it, it, is, it is a mask. You really can't yeah, see if yeah. that actually is Laramie. That's the brilliance of smoking a bong through a gas mask. Yeah, yeah. Nobody really knows who it is. Is Laramie Tunsil? It sounds like an anagram for real words. What is his actual name? It could easily be Teremy Lunsell. There's no difference. Yeah, you get Spoonerism that it doesn't even matter. The name's no... Tim Larson, and he just like did an anagram yeah. one day as a joke or I mean, something. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Good Thank job, you Laramie. So much for coming I, over. He's going to fit in all the Ravens who are about to take him. Yeah, that's a, that's incredible. Seriously, I bet the Ravens take him. Maybe right here. the team was like, "We'll give you ten million dollars under the table to do the dumbest possible Brilliant. thing one hour before the draft." Maybe it was the Vikings. He'll drop to twenty-three. Nope. The first it? lineman is from is, is from Rick Spielman's favorite college, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Rick Spielman is just naked. Wow, that's crying. hilarious. He was ready to. No, no, Feel this free. is it. This is come it. on in. Come on over. The, ra- the rain over. is tamping down I the mean, enthusiasm look, of our the loyal sportive listeners. You know what I mean? In a way, we've it, got it, Matt. We have got Matt. Who's here? And now we've got Christian, supervising producer Matt, supervising producer Matt, title, out of Ohio. He's just naming Ohio cities there. We'll get you uh, an EP title by the end of the night. Yes. Uh, Yeah. So don't. I don't know. I've never smoked a bong out of a gas mask. No, no, that's news to me. It could be fun. It's yeah. I was gonna say it's. It's you know. I feel like that could be a sportive explains. Yeah, that's why true. do that. <laughs> I don't know if any of us know how to do that. I've never I mean, done that. I know that. how to like, inhale, never, but I don't I know. Couldn't, so I couldn't even tell so you. So one way to learn. Yeah, that's true. YouTube. Sportive yeah, so Explains. It's on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> there's a tutorial. <laughs> I do that more and more now where it's like just some basic thing. Yeah. House stuff or like <laughs> trying to fit. Like, I bet this is on YouTube. And sure enough, it always there's is. some guy who basically looks like me yeah. on YouTube. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do this. I don't know. Let's see how, 45 minutes later. Well, we kind of got it, so yeah. and I'm like, all right, I'll give it a run. Why not? Yeah, half-hour video on how to change your refrigerator we, uh, light bulb. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, that is, uh, I had to take the fridge out and, like, clean the back. Oh, boy. And I couldn't figure out That's how tough. to, I literally couldn't figure out how to open up the back. Uh-huh. So I just uh-huh. Googled the model number, and a guy was, 
We also fixed Bonus's bike one time. He left the his keys. In, yeah, he, his hog. Not his really. Hog. Uh, we, he left the keys in it. Thanks, Hogsley. Through an entire podcast. So it was completely dead. And so we were trying to figure out how we charged the battery, except we couldn't find where the battery was. Now, keep in mind, a motorcycle is not that big. Yeah, I mean, we're... I mean, we had a basic idea. Be. We just couldn't get to it. So we YouTubed it. Uh, and then a guy came and helped us. But oh. yeah, you know. <laughs> you YouTubed. It's one thing to watch a video. It's another to actually do what shows. In the that video. is true. That is true. Uh, That's tough news. All right. What else? Draft talk. What are we on? Uh, Rambald just ran into um, um, uh, Lester Bagley at the Vikings draft party. Less bags. I think right now Rambald's on the hook for a stadium. I think he's got to build a stadium. Lester Bangs. Yeah. <laughs> Once yeah. you see him, he makes eye contact Someone's with you. Someone's going to take the stadium from him if you don't build it in your backyard, Mike. Uh, well, we, let's talk about our hopes and dreams. Um, for the Vikings or just... Let's start with the Vikings and okay. see where this takes us. Okay. Stu, what are your hopes and dreams for this evening? Because I want to get this on record because, again, when people are listening, they're going to know what's happened. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what is going to make you um, give a HJ to Rick and um, what is going to make you call for heads. If Clarence isn't going to ask to call for heads, I'll do it. Uh, give me those two scenarios. Okay. Um, there are the five players I read about were two offensive linemen, one from Michigan State, one from somewhere else, and three wide receivers, Josh Doxson, Corey Coleman, and Laquan Treadwell. Treadwell, yes. And if they get any of those five players, I think that's fine because they clearly need a wide receiver and they clearly need offensive line help. Because if you don't remember uh, the Vikings' elimination game against Seattle, Teddy was running for his life the whole time. And they're showing Laramie Tunsil's tweet on ESPN right now of a, of a man smoking a bomb out of a gas mask. It could be his friend. Could be his friend. Although he's still... Jeremy Tunsil. Still shouldn't be hanging out with those people. Jeremy Tunsil. That's what it is. Jeremy Tunsil. Because yeah, wasn't this guy supposed to be like the third pick people yeah, thought? Yeah, he, he was like the number three overall player. So uh, you really yeah. can't... Maybe wait that. like... An hour into the draft to do that. Say. Like, wait till you get the... All I know is, if, I mean, obviously for Vikings fans, will remember the whole Randy Moss, Michigas kind of worked out really well for him. Because he is clearly the best player in that year's draft. Yeah. And he fell all the way to 23. Yeah, very true. Oh, Have no. you guys talked, what if the Vikings brought back Randy Moss Suhan. for That's their wide receiver? Uh, I would love that. Has anybody broached that? It's not that old. Randy Moss. There's your wide receiver. Why not? Got to get him back in the fold. The Twins do that shit all the time. Just bring somebody yeah. old yeah. back to play or He's be a not coach be worse or than something. Bartlett or Cardi. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they got uh, Eddie G back. They got Mankiewicz back. Bruno. Even in uh, Bruno. Bruno. True. Any sort of Almost front got office fired thing. In the first week of the year. But yeah. Yeah. People are very him. angry at him. Yeah. Okay. As if like he's going up to people and being like. Have you thought about striking out more? Yeah. I would like you to make less contact. Swing through like, it. Close yeah. your eyes. Just Swing. yeah. Yep. Just wail at it. Yeah. And when you do, don't try to hit home runs. Just swing through it. Just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my hopes and dreams are boring because they're kind of like stews. I don't know. Enough, like, it does seem like wide receiver is such an obvious. And yeah, because Mike, the, Mike Wallace is gone. The way the free agency and the draft works in the NFL, if they don't take a receiver in the first, like, you know, two or three rounds, like a guy who can step in right away, who can they even, what is even the backup plan then? Yeah, I'm not because sure. Because any good receiver is already signed, basically. I'm yeah. sure there's, like, you know, veteran guys you can sign to a one-year deal or something. But I guess no maybe if you get desperate, you do you... Um, you could trade, I guess. Yeah, you try to do a trade. There are not many trades in the NFL, though. No, not really. And it, there's always weirdly, like, um, 
uh, Anquan Bolden, for example, was traded for like a sixth round. They're always the the value of these trades for like veteran yeah. guys seems very lopsided in general. So maybe they could do one of those. But you know, Trader Rick, I kind of trust him. Trader Rick. Trader Rick. Yep. I heard Jordy Nelson is available. <laughs> so we're coming off the uh, yeah. So coming I don't know. His, I want a receiver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it seems like you know again based on one Matt Vensel article. That there are considered like four or five good yeah. first round type receivers, mm-hmm. so it feel, I feel like if they want a receiver, they can get one. It's not like they have to really do anything crazy to get one. But also offensive line, I feel like they can't go into the season with their current group of receivers, but they could conceivably go into the season with their current offensive line. Not that it would be good or great or anything. They signed so many free agent offensive right. linemen, so they could say, you know, we like what we have. Whereas I don't see how they could be like, you know. Uh, Diggs and Charles Johnson are our two receivers. Steve Diggs, Chucky Steve J. Diggs. Who's Chucky go- J. Diggs is good, and Johnson was really and, good uh, last year. Who's or two the, years no, ago. Camera, uh, Jarius, Jarius Wright. That's what I was thinking. Right. Kyle. Kyle Randolph. Kyle yeah. Randolph. Huge receiving threat. Notre Dame. He's going to be a bre- his breakout year yeah. coming this year. His fourth straight breakout, breakout year. Four, four in a row. Uh, It'll be a record. Another, what was it? 394. 394. We, we just drank all of the beer in this bar. Wow. Uh, get the Dale's. We literally drank him out of we drank him out the of Tony Gwynn beer. All four of us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Aaron, you make a great point. I was going to say well, I've that. I've never heard that on a I, podcast before, <laughs> by the way. That's why I like Proxy so much. Um, I was going to say that I wanted them to take an offensive lineman because it seems such so much more important than a wide receiver. I mean, Chucky e. J. We've yeah. talked about was like cut from the Browns. I mean, yeah. he's just this, mm-hmm. those guys are so easy to find. But the point that you made that I that makes sense to me is they are Clarence. Don't at me. They are. Don't they could go me, as you said. They could go into the season with their plan of offensive line. I know it's not a good plan, but it's a plan. Right. Like it's fine. They've got. Warm bodies, and they've got a new coach, Tony Soprano, which is great. <laughs> but and I think that'll be helpful not, to have Tony. This is Madone. a re- this is going to be <laughs> a real, real gleaming thing to do when you go. I agree with you, and then I say, "Hold on, that's right, Tone. <laughs> Don't agree with me, Papa Dell, right? <laughs> the Gabagool, La Familia. <laughs> Would it? But that's if you're viewing the draft as a one-year, you know." I think part of it is the team is good, yep. so there's a tendency to be like, let's plug this draft pick in. There is, there is. But if and you view it longer ridiculous. term, then what you're saying is true. Like, yeah. a, a good starting you know, caliber offensive lineman for 10 years yeah. is way more valuable than a, a good, solid receiver. Yeah. Not that they're not valuable, but so I don't know. It depends how much, how much do you care about literally this season, mm-hmm. upcoming season, which isn't a real important season. And also, I think Clarence might say you got to protect Teddy – so much that like w- he's one injury away from dying, basically, because he's so God. little and cute. And you make another vulnerable. great point, Aaron. Yeah. Good counterpoint to your now earlier I point. Flip around <laughs> <and argue laughs> now, the now I, I <laughs> Aaron made some good points. Gleeman made some other good points. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it seems very clear that those are the two things that they should do. They'll probably take a running back. Take a running back. <laughs> oh God! Another Toby oh, Gerhardt. That would be great if they did take a running back just for the just for the what would stories. Be the, what would be the weirdest? I guess quarterback would be the weirdest possible. Quarterback pick. would be the weirdest. Running back right. would be the second yeah. weirdest. Uh, yeah, it would be well, obviously kicker and punter, but there's a oh, good yeah. reason late rounds to what if, to. What if they just twenty third overall pick kicker, 
<laughs> put a press release out immediately that Blair's gone. Yeah. yeah. Just like we know there was no picker projected, kicker even projected to be drafted, they but just, you know what? We're sick of this. They've like, got like elementary schools lined up to give him letters of support for the cut. <laughs> you know. Gotta get it right, guys. Gotta get it right. You gotta get it right. That's a really important thing to do. Um, may not be the prettiest or the nicest, but once no. you get it right, you get it all right. is well. Uh, I I don't know, man. Uh, I, I still think, well, it all depends on who's there, too. That's what kind of bothers me is, like, you got to get an offensive lineman. And, by the way, that was John's point. He sent me his notes. He just said, OL linemen are bust. Okay. I mean. A oh, yeah. little, little, little redundant with OL linemen, John. I'm actually reading well, what he, but you know. so, like, It's the English way of saying OL. Oh, all right. I get that. Oh, he's so yeah. what, what? He's so British. Yeah. yeah. Is he going to watch soccer over there while he's oh, over there? Oh, Christ. Yeah. He's going to be insufferable when he gets home. he did that in Seattle, too, right? He yes. went to, like, a Sounders? Let the Seattle Sounders. In the Portland Timbers, yeah. Yeah. The Vancouver. I'm also a soccer expert. Yeah, you are. You are our official watched, soccer expert. I've watched three Chelsea games this year, and that's it. Why, why would you watch a Chelsea game? Why, who, who do you know who likes Because when they lose, it's real funny to text <laughs> oh Dana. Our friend Dana Wessel and say, hey, what time is Chelsea on? Well, oh. They've already lost. That's my that's my move. <laughs> nice. Where I go, it's like they, they lose 2 nothing at like 9 a.m. And I go, hey, are they the noon game or what's the? Oh, that is cruel. Yeah. That They're is having cruel. a rough time of it. Yeah. And the thing I learned when I, like three years ago, I knew nothing about soccer. And I went to Brits to watch a game with Dana. Oh, okay. And I, like, w- I wore a Drogba, which is like one of their good players. A, a kit, and everybody kit. Yeah. on Twitter was like, "Why are you a Chelsea fan? They're the worst. They're like the Yankees. Everyone hates them." And I didn't, really? I didn't realize. Well, okay, first oh, of I didn't know Chester that. United is the Yankees. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say it. Chelsea is. Chelsea's kind of like the Red Sox. Yeah, who yeah. are also very annoying, or, or, but not. Who are the twins of? Uh, uh, the, the Tottenham Hotspurs are the twins. Is that really the... Yes. Wait, is that David Brower likes them or something? Uh, I, somebody I think, talks uh, about uh, them. Chris Long from KSTP, okay. and he likes them. So, but yeah, I think they're the twins. I think they've won, like won once a long time ago, and now they're just kind of hit and miss. I don't know. They're a punchline usually, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an Arsenal guy. I You're love the gooner? Arsenal. I'm a gooner. Oh, what a, what, my God. If you had to match them up with a team, a baseball team, or um, any sport team. They are one of the... Big guns yeah, for I sure. Work, are they a hated? Couple, a couple of NPR dudes are gooners. Are they like the Dodgers of a uh, possibly or like the Miami Heat? Just like pretty good right. and they reload pretty quickly. And okay. Yeah. I, I I mean I like the Arsenal only because I went to an actual match over in London and on the, on the pitch. I was on. Yeah, I was near the pitch. Okay. Yeah, I was in the stands the near the you pitch. You said match. I said kit and then yeah. pitch. So we've exhausted yeah. all possible. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and that's the only reason. I, I couldn't name one player on their team. I couldn't name a player in their team's history. <laughs> but I did go to that one game. Uh, the guy from and had a really fun time. Two Smoking Barrels, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vinny that guy. Jones. That's a, that's Vinny a, Jones. I'm yeah. going to go with. How about uh, Wait, did he Henry? really play for them? He was a soccer player. That's all I know. He, oh. he was like a legendary goon. Oh. But I don't know if he was a gooner. Oh, that was one of the two. That was one of the two offensive linemen. Right, uh, pick eight. Fall into the Vikings. Wait, but did... He went ahead of Tunsil. Did uh, yeah, Bong hit McGee didn't get taken yet. <laughs> is he still? What he if he drops the twenty three? That's going to be amazing. If he drops twenty three, the Vikings are going to be this. They will take him in a heartbeat. I guess. God, I hope it. so. I hope they do. Yeah, but does the does the NFL test for pot? I don't even know. That's a great question that I don't. Understand. It'd be kind of I don't know. yeah. They do yeah because wasn't that was that Josh Gordon's? Oh, Josh Gordon has been like suspended. Hey, yeah, uh, but I don't know how much Brown's they... expert here. What is Josh Gordon's situation right now? Uh, he is allegedly coming off of the list of people suspended in September, but the Browns don't want him. 
Ooh, um, Vikings. He, uh, Josh Gordon, you need a receiver and a, and a lineman. And a pothead to share the locker room with this dude. Things yeah. are setting up very nicely for the Minnesota Vikings, folks. You heard it here first. We, you heard it here first. A recorded <laughs> yeah. 18 hours after it happened. You heard it here. Well, or maybe many years again, Library again. of Congress. You can exactly. listen to this when you want to listen to it. After the culling, um, <laughs> it's going to live yeah, longer than like, we do. Uh, did you ever see that movie Book of Eli? Yes. With Denzel? Well, yes. there's only like there's no books. He's got the only book and he carries it around. That's yeah. the whole movie. Is, well, he's the last you know, guy with a book. <laughs> a couple other things. That's the it's worst plot I've ever heard. Mila, uh, Donna from that Mil- 70s show. Mila Kunis. Oh, uh, Donna. Donna. Whatever. But what was that? Oh, my point was, what if there's like an apocalypse and the only thing that survives is podcasts? Is this and podcast? people just have like? Well, oh my god! You've already been redundant because you said apocalypse and podcast at the same time. No, but think of your listenership at that point. Oh, people can of- only listen to podcasts. They got they got to just download all of them. Yeah, because you're not gonna. There's not gonna be reliable Wi-Fi, so you're yeah. gonna want to get them all downloaded. Yeah, yeah, you got to get them like down to the hard drive. Hard drive, yeah, like a yeah, portable yeah. hard drive. Yeah, like a USB. You're gonna carry with you. Yeah. Yep. Wade, Wade is calling an abandoned payphone in Sparks, Nevada. <laughs> Yeah, correcting the record. Yeah, and then no one's picking up, and he's just yelling. Its name was Wally Carbo. Its name was Wally Carbo. It's not. A, it's not connected yeah, on the other end. Every, it's just like the actual yeah. headset. Every apocalyptic movie. There's somebody. They get on like the uh, walkie-talkie, like radio transmitter, and they're like, "I will be at this location every day at noon." Yeah, and wait. It's just like yeah. if anybody hears this, episode three eighty two, uh, fourteen minutes in. They actually said the wrong name of the right fielder. Yeah. Drew Pearson, push yeah. off. Yeah. Can you hear me? Is it on? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. Um, did we get through our hopes and dreams? We want an I offensive lineman? Oh, uh, yeah. Offensive lineman and wide receivers. Sim- they're kind of similar. So it's like maybe a late-round kicker. That was, I think. Yeah. Or bust, do they I have, think. Do they have, like, um, any extra picks? Or do they just yeah, have they their have normal? Like 10, I think. Maybe. Okay. That sounds potentially yeah. right. I mean, it could happen. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound that unreasonable. Not Laramie Tunsil. Um, oh, sorry. That's still the same. We're still talking about Jack Conklin. Jack Conklin. I think that Clarence's point, just to continue ribbing him, that uh, the media will will give hand jobs if he trades down uh, is potentially true, but I also think that's the smart thing to do in the NFL the smart teams do that. They just get as many picks as possible because they know it's all fucking luck. And we're drafting 21-year-old kids. You interview them all you want, but yeah. you have no idea how they're going to play out. So yeah. the more you can get... And they've talked about, again, the Patriots, who I know Clarence is, a, for any new listeners, he's really loves the Patriots. Yeah. So I really think it's important to... Uh, His thing is like, look, have they done some things wrong? Yes, but they're so likable as a group that they've you can overlook enough. what they've done wrong. Another thing that he says all the time, and I feel like a little bit of a broken record, but if uh, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Just yeah. like Stu and I always yeah. say, <laughs> if, if you ain't rubbing... You ain't, you ain't racing. racing. <laughs> oh, I thought that was going to go somewhere way different. No, no, yeah. no. I thought that was going to be HD related. If you're not rubbing, you ain't rubbing. Then start rubbing. That's like another thing as car enthusiasts, say. we often talk about that. We are the two. Yeah, that's going to be we my next appearance. Daytona 500, Daytona 500 preview. <laughs> Is that a thing? Wait, Daytona, Indian? Yeah. yeah, okay. Daytona 500. Yeah, it's like the week after the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I'll be but back it, for that. And it's like the NAS. It's the Super Bowl of NASCAR, but it's the, also the first week. 
It's very odd. Yeah. Every other sport. Like of their season? It's yeah. Different. It's the very first Every race. other sport that isn't the sport that you like makes no sense. Just like religion. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, oh, they don't have playoffs That's in true. soccer? That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. You kneel when you For pray? No what the hell? Yeah. yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. It's weird right. because it's different. It's Which weird I think because we feel very different comfortable is probably about. our uh, <laughs> show title. Well. Write that one down. <laughs> or just HJs. Or as HJs. Uh, so I would like if they traded down. I would be fine with that. Yeah. And I, I do think Clarence has a point as far as the HJs for uh, Rick go. Yeah. Because success is rewarded in this town because uh, if David Kahn had done what Terry Ryan did this week, they would have like strapped Terry uh, David Kahn to a rocket and sent him into the side of a mountain. Yep. Because if you don't know, Terry Ryan signed a veteran outfielder, David Murphy. David Murphy. They cut a catcher, and they have no catchers in their system. They just let him go, so they call Murphy up to the big leagues, even though he's hitting 194 in the minors. And Murphy decided, ah, I'm going to quit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I have more self-respect than you guys exactly. have for me. So exactly. <laughs> if David Kahn had done that with the Timberwolves, they roundly derided David yeah. Kahn. It would have been a field day for the colonists, but no one's like going, Terry. Yeah. What, what the fuck do, are you doing? I think Terry? that's right. I think it's like we're very tough Minnesotans or whatever. Yeah, are very tough on a, a GM or even a coach right away. Yep. To the point, like every and if they if they show any sort of signs of weakness, it's like we got to get rid of this guy. We hyenas, they're guy. hyenas. But if you can make it through that like initial fire, well, then you're one then of you us. Become kind of. Terry Ryan. Flip Saunders, Garden Hire, even Spielman, where it's just like, mm-hmm. if you have any level of success, then you're like eight, ten years in. Yep. Nobody wants to get rid of even like Glenn Mason. People were like fighting to keep him. Now maybe that actually would have not been terrible. That were, might have but, been a but like, okay thing. Yeah, well, I mean, Tom Kelly's a perfect Earmuffs, John. I mean, Tom, the Twins were terrible for like twelve years, and people were like, "Hey, you can't get rid of Tom Kelly because what if they might he won two World Series?" Yeah, and so I feel like the first five years we want to fire everyone. You want to fire every hitting coach, every GM. But if you make it through that, then nobody wants to fire you here. Like, you can just live forever. Well, he's been here six years. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. You become an unsuccessful, like Terry Ryan's a perfect example of we're used to him, and he's just a lovable old right. scam. And he's not oh, the, and he, Terry, he's, he's fucking clearly, cut somebody. Yeah. Oh, well. He's you clearly know? not the worst. And so the, the great Minnesota fear is, and I saw it with, when we talked about Gardenhire last year or two years ago, that was everybody's fear. Like, what if they get rid of Gardenhire and the next guy is just the worst? Yeah. That is a real Minnesotan, like, right. like, all right, this place we go to dinner uh, every Sunday night, it's not good. But what if we pick a new restaurant and they just overcook everything? Like, we can't. It's not good, but I didn't die. Right. <laughs> so. Live through it. So, yeah, Spielman, HJ's. Uh, I I don't know. It's really tough. Again, we've talked about it before. I'm playing the role tonight of half-watcher, so I totally understand if I'm wrong. But the problem with football in general is it's so fucking complicated. There's 53 people, dudes on the roster, mm-hmm. and there's 22 starters, and there's coaches and assistant coaches and line coaches and fucking everything else that, like, I truly don't really know, and I think that we know in other sports, generally, generally speaking, we kind of know where one person's responsibilities start and another pos- another person's uh, responsibilities end, in a way. Um, but I don't think we do with football, right? Like, we know if uh, the, the, the Hicks-Murphy uh, issue... Yeah. 
we all feel fairly confident that that's Terry Ryan that did that, right? I know he had some input here and there, whatever, but we all know that. But, like, so last year, for example, and we've talked about it before, but, like, the Trey Waynes draft pick, um, I don't know who made that decision. I know that Rick Spielman is technically the guy, but I also know that Mike Zimmer is a defensive backs coach. And I've always said in uh, fully confident that the coach matters way more than the general manager in football. So I sort of feel like, who are we crediting or blaming? Either If Trey Waynes ends up becoming, if he gets cut or a... Hall of Famer, how much credit do we give to Spielman versus Zimmer versus just the player in general? And I don't know. I have no idea. Right? Just so, like baseball, nobody's crediting the manager. You know, yeah, for a little bit here and there, but give me a break, right? Basketball, we know the head coach is hugely important for, for game to game. We can see it. We can see it with our own eyes. This guy has right. that guy in way too long. And, and That's also, fucking like, terrible. they're literally calling plays and, like, we holding up. We can see it know. happening, yeah. Yeah. We can see coaches, like, trying to call a timeout when they don't have one. Right. Or coming out of a, a time, whatever. Like, we, it just, there's so much more clarity in other sports where football, to me, I love football. It's super fun to watch. But, like, the credit blame game between coaches and front office, I'm so, ba- and again, I'm not saying that's right. I'm just baffled by it. I have no fucking clue. No, we got a beer? Anyone, Somebody deliver a beer? I don't think anyone ordered one yet. Yeah, we'll see. There we go. Oh, we got a beer here. Uh, the so other that's thing, what's hard for me. The other thing for football, and we're like the the fantasy footballization of the sport, yeah, and just the fact that like we we know the names of the quarterbacks and the wide receivers and the running backs and all that stuff. Yep. And we're talking like who should they draft at twenty three? We're saying like the most obvious is wide receiver, but realistically, we're only kind oh, of no. saying that because we know, or you can you know say this wide receiver caught sixty five passes for twelve hundred yards at Ole Miss or whatever. You can't say anything about the offensive lineman. Other yeah, than he only allowed bongs out of a .4 sacks per game. Right. It's like, what's that, like seven in the league? I right. have no fucking idea. And, Maybe he's going to get and cut. if they take an offensive lineman 23rd, like you said, it's probably realistically that position is more important, except the definition of important is like, eh, we barely heard this guy's name uh, for eight years. Like Never he heard was just kind of, you know, the, the team did well, and he started 16 times a year for eight years, and nobody really... So, yeah, it's tough because it's like your your natural thing is like, ooh, get a receiver. Teddy needs someone to throw to. Yeah. Yeah, but realistically, if Teddy had another .2 seconds to throw, it might not even matter Anybody who he had can to get throw open to. Right. At that point. But, so, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's real uh, deep. That we just that was like a real attempt at analysis we just did. Whoops. I say attempt at. I'm I drunk. That's what happens when I get yeah. drunk. Stu, I get serious. We put Stu to sleep with that. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Uh, John's having a girl, by the way. Oh, I didn't know that. Did he just announce it? Or? It was on Facebook an hour ago. So uh, if you're listening uh, for your uh, John Marthaler fantasy gender baby name, um, it's going yeah, to be a girl. It's uh, going to be a girl. When, when's the, what's the due date? Ballpark. I think it was September, early Hold September. Uh, I feel like this is not breaking news. I think John's going to be like a real good dad. Oh, he's going to be the best dad. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like he's going to be the best dad. Some of my friends, I see him, and I'm like, nah. It's not gonna. No, not a no. bad dad, but no. Yeah, mostly, I mean, yeah. Mostly, it's like. I mean, I, mean, I know I would be the worst. So I'm. Not I, I know you said it. about John Bonus's parenting. It's uh, yeah. It's, it's it's rough. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. It's it really. Is, it's, sometimes he gets his kids' names wrong. Exactly. Like he, he just. I have to remind he him like what gets their gout on him and yeah. stuff. It's he's just, fucked up, man. Yeah. You no gout could splatter and take John. Dad, you got gout on me again. God. Stupid gout, Dad. He's got that splattering gout that that you read about. Splattering gout. Yeah. It's my favorite folk song. Oh, God. Splattering gout. Splattering gout. But, yeah, I want to go on record and say, and I believe John will be 
Now, if this kid turns into like a serial killer or something, you're gonna have to delete this Again, episode. This, this Library of Congress. Yeah, that's the rough part. Ignore yeah. that one. Okay. It's it's interesting because I I feel like I was probably like a a comedian that said this, is that you don't realize. I mean, obviously you realize in some way, but like anybody can have a kid. Any old dumbass can yeah. have a kid. And a lot of dads, someone else is looking at him, like, that is his age, that knew him, is like, this is the biggest dumbass on the planet, and he had a kid. And you're like, that right. could be your dad. Like, my dad could have been that yes. guy. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Anybody can have one. Oh, if you, like, my dad, uh, he has, like, a poker club he's had since they were, like, in high school. It's just all his buddies. Nice. And, like, you meet those guys, and you, I think, like, imagine these dudes when they were 18... Uh, these are the biggest doofuses in any high school. Yeah, right. And I don't even say that in a bad way. Just like, sure. these are just the dudes who are out in the woods That's a good drinking term. beer. Doofus. That's lovable. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, they all have, uh, on average, three kids. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, there's 20 of them. No they limits. They have 64 kids between yeah. them. Uh, they've, like, repopulated all of Minnesota by yep. themselves. Uh, those genetics have been passed on. Eh, what are you going to do? Like, just woods drinking doofuses yeah. are repopulating America. Yeah. I yep. mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, John will be great. Uh, he is, he's just this... Um, I have a few friends similar to him, and um, the best way I can describe it is uh, impotent rage. Yes. It's kind of my favorite thing in the whole world, is when people fucking flip out, and you know them so much that you know it's just hilarious, and they're, fr- they're melting down screaming, and you're just smiling at them. Like, you're not worried. You know everything's fine. Yep. He's just screaming and yelling, and it's just like, what are you going to... Your big teddy bear, you know, like he does. Right, that's what. Yeah, so that'll be fine. He really be is fine. a big. Yeah, yes, he's a big angry teddy bear. Yeah, big <laughs> angry teddy bear. <laughs> no, it was Dave Marthaler. It would be different. That's oh, a no, serious. Yeah, he'll he's be a good uncle. Issues. Maybe he'll be like the angry uncle. <laughs> yeah. the, yeah. Like they'll send him over for a sleepover, and they'll just like watch wild games and scream at the TV yeah. together or something. He'll be like you know, giving them pamphlets about certain. I do think one thing that's really funny about uh, about dads in general, and I hear this from like I work with mostly girls at work, and they'll always talk about their uh, women. You work with women at work? Uh, no, girls. Oh, okay. I'm a I'm a pimp. Oh, okay. <laughs> teenage pimp. He's like, yeah. I work with mostly ladies, women, moms, and they talk about like their husbands are like huge into sports, you know. So there will be times, usually Vikings, but could be other sports of like. Uh, yeah, um, Jim was, our uh, Dave or whatever, was in the basement and was yelling so much at this game, I had to take the kids out for ice cream because he was like, we had to get out of the house for a while, which I think is, and I am, I'm like so, uh, whatever you want to call it, like, ironically, I won't, I won't allow myself to feel emotion like that yeah, for sports. I've never yelled at I'll watch it and I'll love it and I'll have so much fun, but I won't allow myself to do that, so my kids are going to miss that, but I, I think that's one of those things where I kind of... I'm sad that I don't have that because that's fucking hilarious. I just think that's the, the funniest thing in the world. I want my boys to grow up and be like, yeah, we had to leave the house because dad was so mad. Yeah, instead it's uh, dad a lot of times was just quietly suffering on the couch. <laughs> I'm like so into a game and I follow the wolves for hours and hours and hours. And we go out all the time and they lose yeah. and I go, oh, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. You know, they're like, my dad was such a fucking, thought he was so, you know, smart and whatever, and he was killing himself yeah. inside. So I, I wish just, I was. I sit there and just the whole game go, oh, jeez. Oh, geez. Just like, oh, God. Uh. Like, that's all I say. I never really yell at it. <laughs> right. Because then, as soon, like, I want to detach from it as soon as it goes bad. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Just like, yeah. I was saying this, and I think I've said it, um. I think I've said it before, but um, our audience is growing. By the way, audience is we growing. Have, we finally I think have forty a few something people now. Thanks so much. 
We had to close yeah. the bar down. One in one out scenario. There's a line yeah. outside town hall. It was hall like lanes. the Prince dance party yeah, exactly. where they're lighting the streets and they've just decided we're going to do it morning. out there. Fuck it. In the yeah. rain, it yeah. doesn't even matter. They're yeah. walking us out onto the streets of the, the mean streets of Nokomis yeah. area of Minneapolis. Off, uh, what the hell street are we on? 30, 36 and 51st yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so I uh, used to, well, I still do, but I used to gamble on football, but I wouldn't do much. Um, I know everybody says couple that. Couple grand a game, <laughs> yeah, right? Couple, two, Just couple. keep it keep it low key. <laughs> but I, I, it was like seriously, it's twenty bucks a game. You know, nothing. But I didn't have much money at the time. Same. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> uh, but I didn't have much money at the time. Um, so my point was at the time when I would when I would lose, I would bet like maybe let's say seven games a week, and if I went like one and six, that's like a hundred and something dollars. I was so mad at myself and disturbed and upset that I would like go do something to offset I would like go clean the garage or I would like go for a run or like I'm such a fucking loser I need to like balance it out in my brain so then I would convince myself I should be betting on sports all the time because either I win money you'll be a more productive human or I'm super productive at the end I'm doing like six loads of laundry at night a gambling addict (laughs) because if you go one and seven on Sunday uh, then you bet seven times your normal amount on Monday night <laughs> would be the, the <laughs> way to work. do it. That'll and then if it. you lose that, you can't even afford your house to clean the gutters. So then you just have to sort of... Yeah. Just keep chasing, yeah, just, chasing it. Yeah. Chasing that dragon. Yeah. Oh, man, that's great. Um, okay, so we, do we have any draft updates? I don't think we do, right? Some guys have been taken. We're on pick 11. We're on pick 11. Tunsil has still Ooh. not been taken. Oh, he's dropping. Can you call PA and see what's going on? He was real. I uh, I was on his show wh- yesterday. Uh, Tuesday or Wednesday? Wednesday. Today, Thursday? Yeah. Today, yeah. Yesterday, today we were recording. This is Thursday. And yep. he was real bummed out because his normal sources, which is like Zimmer, like actual people in the front office and stuff, right. they didn't know what they were going to do. They claimed. Sure. So they were basically saying, yeah, offensive line, receiver. And he kept going, I need a name. I need a name. And he, he couldn't get one. Really? So, because he likes to basically, because they're doing like a draft party show from somewhere live right, right. now. Winter and he Park, likes right? to, I think. And he likes to, no, you know. convention center. Good Lord. My, my coworker is a, she's a super can, fan, so she's there. Imagine. She's at the convention but center. But he likes to do the old, you know, Chris Berman ruin the pick. Oh. Basically, to just kind of, yeah, man. just kind of flex those muscles with the Vikings pick. Right. Or be like, you know, it's a 20-second pick, and he'll just start talking about a receiver. It sounds he'll like, be like uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah something <laughs> like that. But he was like, I mean, maybe he'll be able to figure it out by the time they pick, but he was getting real frustrated. Oh, yeah. Which he should come out, like, juggling apples. An apple a day keeps the dachshund away. There, something. But it's tough when you're 23. It's tough to predict. Yeah. yeah. Like, when yeah. you're picking seventh or whatever, it's like, okay. There's only so many variables. Yeah. I wonder what people think, and I don't want to use PA specifically as an example, so some other, you know, just randomly. If DA, let's call him. If you're DA, <laughs> All Palin. If your name is All Good Palin, <laughs> um, what, you, what you think if you're, if you're Mike Zimmer and, like, random radio or the, the radio guy or the newspaper guy is calling you around this, like, what is your point of view for... Do you give him something? Do you not? Do you give a shit? Are you trying to actually send a smoke signal to other? Because a radio guy, I can't imagine. I, mean, I could be wrong, but I can't imagine the team picking twenty fourth. Let's say it's the fucking whatever. Yeah, Panthers. They're not. No. Let's say the Panthers. They'll be thirty first. God damn it! Quit correcting me. It's Sorry. hypothetical. Sorry. 
are, is there is there a Panthers front office guy listening to local no. Vikings radio being no. like, well, I don't know. All Palin said uh, he thinks they're going to take a wide receiver. They keep showing Laramie Tunsil's picture. They keep showing it. They're showing it again. It is going to be funny, like, with all the issues the NFL and their players have yeah. with, you know, drunk driving and beating women and yeah. Yeah. Uh, players dying from head injuries. All three a million times and worse than like, smoking pot. They're like, wait, 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 wait. This dude posted a picture of him smoking pot in his you know, own yeah. home? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, drop him off the board. Get him off the draft board <laughs> yeah. immediately. Like, Oh, uh, poor Laramie. Poor Laramie. I, I still think it was just tobacco. I mean, he does look kind of baked right now if you look at him. He's got a little glass eye. Open your on. eyes, Laramie. Yeah. Open your eyes. Yeah, I just, I just wonder what it's like. I mean, I understand Paul's. I think the basic idea is because he's D.A., our man. D.A. We can either call him Paul, Mr. Allen. We don't want to say the full. No, 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 of course. Uh, he's, yeah. a, he's a Vikings employee. Yep. And so I think the idea is basically we can tell him, and he'll drop it like we were talking about eight minutes before the pick or four minutes before the pick. He's not going to, you know, the Tuesday of the draft be like, the Vikings are locked into this guy because then it could get out and yeah. it could impact. And they do yeah, sort of know. need him, and I think Minnesota is a great example of you do need the media on your side uh, because we were talking about it earlier. They turned on David Kahn immediately, again, rightfully so in some ways, um, but he was just such a pain in the ass. Everybody was like, fuck this guy, right? right? And they didn't turn on Terry Ryan because he's a very nice person. So he's gotten so much more of a leash in general because you're not going to get Lavelle, uh, Suhan, all the other guys being like, screw this front office. These guys need to go, whatever. And I'm not saying that they are like in the pocket of those guys. I think it's a natural human tendency to be like, this guy's a dick to me. Uh, And I think that is indicative of who he is as a human being and I think he's probably worse at his job than I would otherwise think well, which quality whole, wise it's fair the whole Mitchell thing early where every reporter was saying like basically why is this dude being so shitty to us like we're just asking <laughs> yeah, him basic yeah. questions about like his rotations and he's treating us as if like he's Popovich and we're a rookie reporter yeah, what you guys don't understand is right, here's how to do a to, like, double you know. he's you know not a rookie head coach but a guy thrust into a job and he's being asked questions by like the associated press, you know, Krasinski or somebody who's yeah. like the most straight up, like professional guy. And yeah, just like, uh, I totally get, it. I think Sam Mitchell took that, uh, you know, that episode of Seinfeld where George decided like his best way to be successful is just look annoyed at all times. Like he's really busy. He just yeah. took that to heart and is constantly like, ah, I don't have time for this guys. And, you know, I don't think it really actually hurt what happened to, you know, right. But it just doesn't help, and I think those are like the, uh, I guess people call them soft skills, but they're about as important as anything if you're leading people. Well, and especially if you're not going to immediately be successful. You yeah. Have to kind of, yeah. You, you need know, a little bit come, of leeway. If you would have come in and they win 50 games or something, you can treat the reporters however you want to treat them. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you True. can have a couple killed at that point. It doesn't even matter. But, but one off year and you What could Popovich do to get... Right. Yelled at by reporters. Like, there's nothing. And, and I mean, I like Popovich. It would I have he, to turn into Ed Gein. Right. That's like make lamps. <laughs> but I mean, it's the same Popovich, Belichick. <laughs> I think Popovich is a much better person than Belichick. Yes. But there's yes. some similarities where yeah. they're so far beyond where anybody else is that there's nothing they could do or say, like in a press conference, 
they could like call a guy out directly and like yeah. make fun of his mom and people would be like, eh, it's Pop well, being Pop Popovich. Yeah. Keeping it real. Which, you know. I do think that Popovich, um, a little bit of that is overstated because he is a pretty charming guy. Right. Like he's he making is. fun of people in a very funny way. Yes. Right. Belichick is just talking Mass, to yeah, a just fucking a wall. Like, he's right. just the worst. Yeah, because if you ever see Popovich like in a off-season situation or even in a press conference where somebody asks him like a really good question, yeah. he'll give you like 12-minute answers like, where oh, he's, he's just great. like yeah. Yeah, going through incredible details and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah. Belichick, I never, I haven't really thought about that too much, but that really is incredible. That's one of the worst markets that, you know, supposedly um, for the media. And he's one of the biggest assholes in the world. Just W's, man. Mm-hmm. They cure all. Yep. That's incredible. Uh, okay, so at this pace, we've been recording for an hour. We're we've gone through about through three draft. picks. <laughs> we're on 12. But we started but at we like start, five. We started at five. So so uh, we're going to need to record for another two hours. Got to keep tap dancing here. I'm going to give the microphone to my wife so I can go to the bathroom. To my wife. Hi. Hi, How Mandy. How's, how's, how's things? Wonderful. How are you guys doing? Is this two in a row for you? Oh, yeah. You were on the emergency. I was on last Thursday. Yeah, you were on the emergency. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I was on the emergency podcast. It was a popular appearance. I saw saw Twitter was really... Really excited about it. Maybe it it was just... Yeah, maybe it was just me that tweeted about it, but yeah. Social media. I money, call myself yeah. Twitter. I appreciate yeah, your support. I liked it. <laughs> so we're just basically going to do um, uh, tangents from now on for the rest of the show. Well, I mean, the whole show since we from started on, 155 like episodes yeah. ago. So How long have you been on? Uh, almost an hour. 55 minutes? Yeah. Oh, we I haven't started yet on any of the analysis. We have to still be on when they pick, yeah. and it's like 12 picks from now. And you're just you're going to do this until the Vikings pick? I'm just going to keep talking until know. the They're Vikings pick. And so we need 15 to... 15 minutes per pick, right? 10, so I, think. I think it's 10. Is it 10 now? But either way, it's so a long time. So you could potentially have two hours before yep. you yep. get to quit talking. That's good math. That's yep. exact Thanks. math. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. that's how that's going to work. Wait, what is your longest episode? Uh, hour forty, maybe yeah. hour and a half. Or I mean, so we're gonna blow we could, through so that. Three hours we could pause good. it, wait oh, a half could. hour, yeah, and then have it so that the Vikings pick isn't at the very end. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, we like, could do so that. Then we can actually talk about it because if we if we wait if we keep going, wait till the Vikings pick and then try to talk about the Vikings pick for twenty minutes, it's gonna be like three hours. Well, here's the deal, Aaron. Are you honestly gonna have anything to say about the Vikings pick? Oh, I got so much to say. First, we of don't all, even know their names. One of the three guys I know. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll brag. I got, I got uh, half you a curl for a little bit. Each. You got a curl for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I got that Star Tribune article. <laughs> yeah. I can quote yeah, from. You gotta pull that up. <laughs> no, that's a fair point. You might just be like, "That's just our mic drop. We're just going to say pick. what the pick the is, end. and then you just hear. Probably. It. And then you're done. Yeah, probably. And then you're done. I mean, we got places to be. Hi, have a good night. Yeah, that works too. I got kids to ignore. I got to get home. Yeah, gotta get home. I got I got cats to feed. One cat. Oh, not cats. Cat. What? Uh, what? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. No. Have you been? A second cat. Have there been thoughts of a second cat? Oh, every day. Yeah? Oh, my God. One of us has thoughts about it. <laughs> the other has thoughts of, uh, you know, uh, yeah. seeing if he can fly off the balcony. <laughs> but, yeah. Do they really land on their feet? Yeah. From 12 stories yeah. up? And do they really never have, know. have eight spare lives? <laughs> you never know. After this one? How would you know unless oh, you I hope tried? She has, I hope she doesn't listen to this. How would you know unless you tried? Uh, okay. Uh, Mandy, uh, tangent number one. Um, coming off the heels of the Prince News, have there been any songs that you've been listening to more than you would have expected that like you've rediscovered recently in the past few days or past week of like, oh my God, I forgot how great that one is or how much I love this one? 
Or have you been pretty settled on your Prince faves and there's no surprises anymore? I think for the most part I've been pretty settled on my faves. I will say, so I don't know if you remember this, but when you and I were chatting last week, there was one that I couldn't remember the name of. Yep. It's Clouds. Oh, Clouds. Okay, and sure. I, listened, I actually heard it the very next day on the radio and yep. it was almost kind of creepy because that's the one where they talk where uh, the woman's voice comes over a loudspeaker waking up Mr. Nelson saying that he's been asleep now for 45 years Okay, and in the world he's waking up in it's a much better place. He did talk about death and afterlife a lot. I was listening to him like wow, wow. Then the very next day it was just kind of a crazy sort of a, yeah. Um, he's a pretty spiritual guy, so you're right. There have been a bunch of songs where I've been like, oh, now right. he's, you know. I think I'm, I don't, so I don't know that I'm listening to anything and say, oh, yeah, I really like this one. But I think I'm listening to the words a little bit more, kind of paying attention a little bit more. You know, yeah. Chuck Klosterman was on the Bill Simmons podcast yeah. this past week talking about Prince, and it was a really, I, for some reason, I give both those Bill Simmons and Chuck Klosterman a lot of shit, but together they... Okay. Have some really good conversations. I think mostly because of Klosterman. Anyway, he was talking about how um, great of a songwriter he was, and how like videos didn't really—they weren't even necessary for Prince because right. he was so clear about what that song was. Anyway, like I can never take the place of your man. Um, like you, you could have a video, but he's basically like talking it all out exactly. You don't really need anything to explain more or understand what that song was about. Like you knew because he's so good it at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when You Were Mine. It was a storyteller. Stu's favorite. Uh, God, it's fucking great. Best song, best song. Uh, that's That doesn't really need a video because you know what this... There's no supplement needed. It's fun if you could do it, but, like, he's so good at songwriting. Right. I, I, think, the, I think the best part has been uh, really listening more with my kids and notice, and them really getting into it. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. The, so the, the girls are, are 17 and 12, and... So it was kind of funny. We were looking for one of the CDs the other day, and Stu's like, "Where, where, just whatever to go or whatever it was." I'm like, "I, I think it should be here. I don't know where it went though." And he, and so we asked Celia, our oldest daughter, "Did you put it, put this in your car?" Turns out she took it to her room, and it's it's hers now. Adorable. So it's cool though. Wow. Because so like, great parents just. Hall of Fame. Now, you know, they're, they're, they're getting, you know, they're paying more attention and, and kind of really realizing yeah, that's what cool. we lost. And that's great. It, a lot of those will hold up for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, do you, like, as a, I like Prince, but I was never, like, a huge, I don't know, like, his deep cuts and all that. Do you think 20, 30 years later, his stuff holds up? Yes. Like, I know. Does. Right. Like, do you think better you mean than the most? the deep cuts? Just every, like, the whole, like, I know the top five, everybody knows, whatever. Yeah. Sure. But do you feel like, even, like, his very earliest albums, if you pop one of those in right now, are you, even if you think it's good, do you go, ah, eh, this is really sort of dated? Or is it just oh, kind of like, um, okay. There are, I would say, there are moments, so Sign of the Times is one of his best albums. There are probably moments that aren't, it's hard to, if you look back at, like, all the classic albums. Right. It's very hard to find one that's amazing all the way through. Um, Sign of the Times probably has some moments that aren't amazing, you know? Um, but Purple Rain, it's just fucking unbelievable. It's like one of them that rumors, uh, All Eyes on Me. There's some albums where you're like, oh, they're all amazing. Yeah. They're every single fucking... How did this happen in this moment of time where this person wrote every song on the album 
is really good. Yeah. You know, maybe not like sing-along classics forever, but like, you don't, even now, so All Eyes on Me came out in what, 96 maybe? Something like that. We yeah. were like teenagers. Um, you look at it and I go, okay, well some of these aren't, but you still, <laughs> sorry, yeah. <laughs> Us millennials. Cool millennials. Wait, how old are you? No, it's none of your business he here. I'm a he, fucking millennial. He's older than me, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm 33. I'm 35. Oh. Yeah. See, I got him to admit his age. Yeah. I opened up myself. Yes. And then he's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. Stu and I are older than that. It's disarming. Yeah. 36. <laughs> Over that. Bonuses yeah. uh, are older than us, though. So yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry. You're always safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually really like, and I don't know what I'm supposed to call it. The love, is it the love symbol? The album with the symbol? It's just the symbol with oh, seven uh, and cream. Get off. Get off. I don't know what that one was called. Diamonds and Pearls? No, Diamonds and Pearls is on that, but I think it's just the symbol. No, no. It's called the love symbol. Yeah, thank you. Oh, it is. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thank that's you, great. Thanks, Christian. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Mark Wheat, that's what I got. Mark Wheat has yes. confirmed it's called the love symbol. That's a fucking great <laughs> album, too. That's it's a really. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So I think um, it will. Um, you want to check that one out, Aaron? Okay. No, I think been, it will I feel, definitely. But hold I feel up. like such a dummy to be like, I've been listening to a million times more Prince than I ever had before. But I, I feel, normal. in a way, I feel dumb about it because it's like, yeah, why well, should it have taken him dying for me to be like, for me, a thirty-something-year-old person born in Minnesota to be like, let me listen to some of these songs that this well, amazing, uh, you know, like uh, we've talked first about ballot it. Hall of Fame guy produced. I well, the problem is he was so healthy, right? Like he was such a clean living religious guy that you never thought that he would die young. Like, if Keith right. Richards died tomorrow, no one's going to be like, oh my like, god, I should have appreciated Keith Richards! It's like, yeah. oh no, he should have been dead 20 oh god, years ago. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, we right. need, like, a like on everybody's 60th birthday or, like, 65th birthday, there needs to be, like, a, let's pretend this person died in terms of just let's all listen to their it stuff. It's incredible. So, yeah. like, can I ask like a Vince gossipy Neal. question? Yeah. That, is that okay on this? A what? A gossipy kind of a question? Oh, you can try. Yeah. Vince Neal. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Aaron I mean, does I not have a second cat yet. Did you no, say Vince so Neal? <laughs> we should listen to what he yeah. said. Okay. I don't want that to go by yeah, without exactly. comment. So there's been a search warrant issued for Paisley Park. No, I, okay, I read, what's the deal with that? A what issue? I read, a search warrant. I read one paragraph Oh, no, about I didn't this. know that. Okay. It, the TMZ phrased it as like Thanks, somebody's... Aaron. Let's quote TMZ. Busting through the door. like. <laughs> but I think what happened was... They couldn't get permission from anybody in his family to let them into the house because he's, like, the sole owner or something of the house. So they had to, like, technically get the search warrant to just go into the house and look at things, even if the family... They had to figure out the worth and I everything guess, in order like, to figure yeah. out the... Okay. Now, okay. I literally read two sentences, and it may have been on also on TMZ. I'm a headline reader, too. Yeah. It's okay. Search warrant is odd, though, because typically yeah. I've associated that with, like, a potential crime. Right. And, yeah. like, who are you going to charge here? Right? Exactly, because he Not was supposedly possible. there by himself. But the yeah. but the nine one one call, there was they were in the house. I yeah, don't know. like his, his workers. You know, yeah. he had like yeah. the cleaners. There were people the, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But I, I don't think either. I think Aaron. I think it's totally normal to like now go back and really listen. And yeah. I I think it's kind of that. It's morbid though, but it's normal. But it's normal. Yeah. You know, now that I don't know, now I don't have this anymore. And, you know, you could take one of those things you kind of take for granted. Right. And while it's there, it's like, oh, while it's there. Well, and the other thing is, like, I know people are Prince fans, but you don't know, like, oh, this person, this person, and this person who I'm friends with are huge Prince fans until they basically say, oh, 
this is crushing to me because I was a huge Prince fan. Here was my favorite album. Like, that's not something you just randomly say, like, no, nobody goes like, hey, I'm a Beatles fan. Because it's like, yeah, everybody's a Beatles fan. But, like, until somebody's like, oh, this song off this album is something you have to listen to, then. Yeah. 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 I do think that oh, another thing that I've been thinking about during this whole thing is um, I've been very curious on how he died. And then I started questioning, like, why do I give a shit? But now I think, like, I think it's a very natural question to ask, and I think you do need to get to the bottom of it no matter what. A lot of people think it's morbid curiosity. I think some of it is self-preservation as well, right? Of, like, if he died of this, I need to know so I don't die of that or my kids don't die of that. If it was fucking, you know, if he ate Chipotle... I need to know. I love Chipotle, right? Oh, that's going like, to be... That's probably not... Their stock is going to... Probably not that. He was vegan. So, so probably not probably that. Probably not. Unless that would be that weird. Unless he soy Chipotle but, but burger I'm just, yeah. Burger. It's not a burger. It's a burrito. The Sofrito. Thank you. That Sofritas. I know. He's very good. He's trying to take Wade's he job. Fact checker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... That's good. There's no drugs in Miami. It's very hard to get drugs. There he goes. There he goes. He went to Miami. I mean, they're lucky. Miami I guess. paid him Is this the guy off. with the gas mask yeah. in the pot? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Miami called him forever. two hours ago and said, I mean, tank, and we're going to give you extra millions of dollars. Three guys. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes So that to me was like. something that you're really thinking Because you're, for the most part, I mean, you try to be a pretty healthy person. Yep. Yep. I mean, you have your cheats and stuff like that, but you try. Sure. Pretzel, a little bit of heroin, not that big of a deal. For the most part, though, like, I don't think it is, and I've always just thought um, morbid curiosity. I don't think that is. I think it's a very human self-preservation thing of I need to know why that happened so it doesn't happen to me or mine. My kin. I care about them. Well, and then, Um, like, I always think... So I need to know. I'm so curious. I, I think you got to fucking it. figure it out. But for I also me. think, like, you know, like the perception of him was like clean living and all that stuff. You know, vegan, whatever. If it turns out he's doing some other stuff, I don't have a problem with him doing that. I mean, it's too bad that he did it. And he, if he died from that, but yeah. there's also like, a, how many people do you interact with on a day to day basis? So you're like, oh, this person seems pretty, pretty healthy, pretty whatever. And it turns out, oh no, they're doing this and doing right. that. Like, there's a. I feel like a lot of people get kind of roped Public into figure. that. Oh, this person is clean living, all this stuff, and you know they're just doing the same, we, yeah. same shit that everyone else is doing. Public figure—it's what it's what right. comes along with the territory, and I think we all understand that that's the way it is. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's good though that everybody has discovered uh, discovered Prince, and if you can get into if you're bored one night and you can find some YouTube's. Uh, YouTube's. What am I like? Ninety hmm. on the internet. On the internet. No, I watched the one on I the Google.com. The um, was it Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. With uh, who were the other three guitarists? Tom, Tom Petty, Petty, George Harrison, and Jeff Lynne. Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. No, Where, not George Harrison. Oh no, no, his kid. No, I don't think so. But it was <laughs> basically. Uh, I know nothing Eric about Clapton, guitars maybe. or anything. But it was basically like all these dudes are like doing crazy solos. And then Prince came out and did a crazy solo, and everybody was like, oh, God. And I think even like, a novice even would watch sti- that yeah. and be like, well, what are those other guys trying to yeah. do if this guy was here? Yeah, it would be like, you know, a dunk contest from the 80s. Everybody's doing their best dunks. Yeah. And then, like, Zach Levine comes out in 2016 and does, like, right. a dunk. And everybody's like, oh, my God. We're not or, even in the same. 
It would be like a dunk contest at seven feet, and Aaron and Stu and I are like doing like back reverse, (laughs) and they've lifted up to ten feet, and we're like, "What the fuck are we even doing?" Yeah, which was cool because. And the other thing is like, I knew everybody loved Prince and considered him good. I didn't realize the extent to which like other people who are considered great musicians are basically like, oh, I might be a great musician. Right. Like, I, I yep. think the, what's the dude's name from ZZ Top? Billy Gibbons. Yeah. was a great, like, like, the Washington Post. Like a, like a, like great a top musician. five, yeah, top I know five people guitarist. are like, oh, he's the guy with the beard, but he's like considered. But he's a really he, good his, guitar player. Like, oh, yeah, no kidding. That Washington Post, yeah. he basically said like, whatever you think of me, uh, mm-hmm. Prince was like, you know, would like crap on me from above. Like, yeah, there's really? no, like he was so far above anything. The way other musicians talk about him is like, which is cool to me because it's like, that's the ultimate. It's one thing to be like just a bunch of dudes sitting around me like Prince made awesome music, yeah. which is impactful in itself. Mm-hmm. But for like the other great people to be like, oh, if you think we're great, yeah. Yeah. he was. We thought he was great. Like, yeah. you want someday in the future, like Sam Miller from Baseball Perspe- Prospectus, to be like, you think I'm a good writer? Yeah. You gotta see Aaron Glee. Or like Jason Wojciechowski. He's so much better. Yeah, yeah like, you think? Or like the uh, the No Juice podcast? Or like you think? Oh, geez, you think we're, we're a mediocre podcast? Listen to Gleeman and the Geek or in sport of like that's a mediocre podcast. <laughs> At least they have the decency they of this week, yeah. They? I think we they're off hiatus, right? They, yeah, they see just like yeah. Parker gave it three months with his kid, yeah, and said like the kid's old enough now that I can leave I him can at home. I can ignore him again. Yeah, yeah. kids, uh, you know, almost six months old. Pretty soon. That's plenty. So that's you can that's walk plenty. at that like, point. Yeah. All that I got to do that shitty podcast with my shitty oh. friend for my oh, I shitty. Said, fun. I mean, I said mediocre, but I did, it. Another level. I did it every week with a newborn. He's just being lazy. That's yep. true. Yeah, shots fired. Yeah. More shots fired. Yeah, yeah. typically. Yeah. I didn't even know we could fire any shots back at them anymore. I forgot they were back. That's great. <laughs> yeah, another rivalry growing. It's a big, big rivalry. It is. We need a four. Is there a fourth like a uh, local sports podcast? No. You want to do like that anchorman thing where yeah, we, where we all, all like in an alley like run a, toward each other? We need a fourth one. Yeah. There's, like, there's like a hockey one out there, isn't there? Like Giles Farrell, yeah. I think, has a well, hockey we could one. Just, oh, if sure, we want to consider Rand's video stuff. No. You no, don't want to. You take count. Rand, I take Vensel. He takes. Oh, oh. Uh, you think it's unfair? You can. Too popular? It's. Not underground know. enough? Well, I'm just talking about fighting. Oh I'm yeah, not just about in general popularity fighting. or quality. <laughs> yeah, or just fighting is all. Yeah, I'm just, we lost that battle already. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, do you guys want to move on to other tangents? Sure. Okay. Uh, we're only an hour fifteen in, so. Well, I'm fourteen, so we're almost there. Yeah. Slouching towards Bethlehem. We've got a oh, tangent Jim here. Rebrand, yep. okay. You want You want the. The proposal is to rename the Timberwolves to the Muskies. The Minnesota Muskies? Minnesota Muskies. Yeah. That's Those, when, like, Rubio tore up his knee wearing a Muskies jersey, is though, right? Is that true? Yeah. we got to overcome. we got to overcome that potential terrible scenario. Uh, that would be great. I mean, it's better than Timberwolves. I think they got to get rid of the timber. You want to just Nobody say the calls t- them Minnesota anyway. Wolves? It's Minnesota just, Wolves. The yeah. Twolves. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... No, I mean, from the beginning, people called them the T-Wolves. Yeah. And now I feel like everyone just calls them the Wolves. I have a problem with, I'm offended just for hashtag purposes. Yeah. Wolves? Just for character uh, minimization. Yeah. Like, yeah. we only have 140 of these. We people. need to own the Wolves one, because if you're, you know, hiking and you see a wolf, you might tag it Wolves. But if you, like, yeah. own that Wolves that sort is, of thing. That whenever I'm a, hiking. See a wolf. I always see a wolf. Saw a wolf. Yeah. Hashtag yeah, Wolves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're big hikers. Yeah. 
We were cross-country skiing this past winter, and we saw wolves, you and I. Remember that? Yeah. That was great. Cross-country. We went cross-country skiing. We went cross-country skiing at Elm Creek Reserve. Yep. Yeah. We like to get a nice, you know, a cup of cocoa by the fire. Oh, yeah. And then just cross-country it up. Yeah. Just. Yeah, we link arms and drink our cocoa. That is the nice part about cross-country skiing, which I've been cross-country skiing. Yeah. It's not a bad exercise, but there's really nothing to it. No, it's, it's basically like Nordic track. Yeah, just kind just of uh, super slow yeah, walking. Yeah. It's like what's the what is the least efficient way I could walk? There's no fear based. That's nice compared to regular downhill skiing. No, it's true. It's true. It's like I wouldn't downhill ski because I feel like I would kill myself and many others. I think the only fear in cross country skiing is just dying of boredom. Yeah, you got you uh, fall asleep you know, in the snow. Yeah, and then just. 25-foot uh, poles on your feet, and you have to walk like, a mile and back. I would back. like to see the breakdown, like the government breakdown of deaths while skiing, which I'm sure is very high. Sure, oh, yeah. And then deaths while cross-country skiing. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, some dude named Bill in, uh, in Colorado just kind of... so bored, yeah, he sat down sat and died. Down and <laughs> <laughs> it got dark, and he just decided, you know what? It was a good life. That'll do. Whatever. That'll do yeah. for us. Uh, all right, tangent number... What are we on? 17, 18? 17, tangent 18. number 17, 18. Uh, Aaron... Yeah. Is going to be a, um, a published author soon. Wow, maybe that's awesome. Congratulations! Thank you. Um, do you have so the reason I'm asking is we talked about this a little bit off air, but I didn't really got a chance to uh, think about it. Is do you have a plan of can, what you can't divulge any information, right? Well, it's basically like a twins history. Twins it's not history. about this year's crappy team. Okay, uh, and it's like best players in twins history. It's right up my alley. The stuff I that's used great. to write about it, at least on AaronGleeman.com. So the reason I wanted to bring this up, and I, I figured it'd be something along those lines, Stu and I wanted to uh, uh, talk to you, uh, give you a proposal. What are the? What is the possibility that you'll give us some sort of like uh, insert within the book of uh, all-time twins derp moments? Is I think what yeah. we're sort of calling them of like low, low lights, but not in like a tragic way. But just like the most ridiculous, embarrassing moments, could could you give? Because I think Stu and I would only need like what well, are and, the mo- and John and, the and Clarence. We only need like 80, 90 pages in the middle of your book yeah. if you would allow I that. Mean, this thing is seventy thousand words. So you got if you can guys could seventy thousand twenty thirty thousand of yeah, those. We could that would help me a lot actually. Like what I don't. What are the biggest? Like we're not talking about just losses because they've had plenty of those. Yep. You're talking about somebody messed up. Well, we definitely, we've always thought that maybe the number one would be uh, throwing hot dogs at Chuck Knobloch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's a really important one. Uh, we love we love Jason Bartlett just retiring, just signing an old guy well, and retiring. Be a big David Murphy section. We love this David, David Murphy thing. David that Murphy is just thing. such a great derp moment of like. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, just I, a lovable. I like, uh, Butch Husky running into the wall. And then they put the chalk outline of them the next day. Do you guys Great. remember that? Like, That's classic. I'm trying That's to classic. think of any just monumental screw-ups. That are funny. Oh, yeah. uh, we talked about this on an earlier yeah. podcast, and sorry to our regular listeners. Um, one of the best moments, I think, in Minnesota Twins history was when uh, Delman tried to charge his own bench. Yes. That, <laughs> that has was, to be. Was it Maharas? Maharas. Yeah. Maharas hit somebody. Delman got hit. And yeah. instead of getting mad at the guy who hit him, right went after Maharas. Right. Maharas. What a fucking glorious that's, moment that yeah, was just in Twins bad. history. Uh, I wanted to bring up another one that I, uh, I actually have in my notes here that I want to talk about. Because I don't think it's... I don't think it actually happened. I think I may be dreaming it. So I really want listeners. I know there's no listeners left. We're an hour and a half into it. But if there is somebody listening besides 
John's mom and my mom, I think, were typically yep. the people who were at the end. And Wade. Um, a lot of Wade mentions on this A lot this of Wade show. talk. He's going to love it. It's got to be a record, right? Yep. I am remembering a time um, in the early 2000s when Christian Guzman, um, who I think has probably a ton of dirt moments just himself, like slid, he stole second base, and he slid into second base head first, and he like jammed his finger, or he broke his finger really bad, but the ball went into center field. So options, for the most part, you'd think either are, you're injured, so just stay at second, or uh, get your ass to third base, sprint there, slide, stand up, whatever, and then go tell the guy that you've got a hurt finger. Christian went with the, the rarely used third option, which was slowly jog to third base while the ball is in the outfield. And then the center fielder is like, uh, are you seriously? Like the place to, so then like the center fielder just like throws it to the third baseman, like a regular throw. And then the third baseman catches it and then just like tags out a slowly jogging, uh, wiggling his hand of like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like one of those. It's not like bad. one of those on his way to third base and tagged out. Like, do you guys have any recollection of this happening? I don't remember that at no, all. No, I'm not going to put it past Guzman. I, no. I think, okay, so there's either that it didn't happen and we can just let that go and I dreamed it, dreamt it, dreamt, dreamt it. I think dreamt that's it. the past toss. Yep. Past, uh, I or think it's uh, dreamed did it. Dreamed did it. Yeah. Either I dreamed did it or that was like one of the biggest Minnesota dirt moments uh, on the face of the earth. Yeah, I'm tr- that couldn't weird. possibly it's happen, right? I can't like immediately come up with three... I feel like most of the dirt moments have been painful losses that were just like yeah these don't you don't want to have yeah. those in your book I you want to have yeah. like the what a funny organization I cheer for it's not a bad idea to have a little like uh, off of the book to yeah like, or just like worst players in Twins history yeah I mean remember Which I got Challen? plenty of those Chad Allen yeah. a his oh. nickname was Challen well, that was a B he was on the Mitchell Report as a steroids right. abuser yes and C he was still terrible he was still really, really bad. bad he had a derp <laughs> moment that was also kind of like a brave. He was in right field in Cleveland, and they hit a ball into the gap, and he went to, like, cut it off, and he tore his ACL, and the ball rolled to the wall, and he got up and, like, literally, like, limped to the ball. Oh, that's a good moment. And tossed it back in the infield, which is sort of a silly moment, but also I give him credit because I would not have done that. That is no. great. Like, no. uh, I tore my ACL walking from uh, CC Club to VFW, and I barely <laughs> got up and, like, walked you know, to karaoke. Well, so. nice thing is you went the next morning and yes. got it Immediately fixed, got it right? done. Immediately got, got it fixed. Surgery uh, the next yeah, morning. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, oh, another one. John mentioned it on a previous podcast of a great dirt moment for the Twins is obviously Marty Cardova having to sit out for a game because he oh, got too tanning tanning over tanned. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's great because it's, it's pathetic, hmm. but it's also sort of harmless, right? Like, the Joe Mauer, Phil oh. Cuzzy, like that's not a dirt moment. I that's like a legitimately good one. bad. That's a good one, and I'd like to. Uh, maybe I'll try to interview Cordova about that. Oh, that'd be uh, great. here's a good one. Uh, they win a series against Oakland. That's the only series they've won. So yep. it has to be. And Denny Hawking gets spiked in the pile, the celebration <laughs> pile, yeah. and had to sit out the. Would they play the Angels then? Yeah, Angels. Had to sit out the series against the Angels. Yeah, because he like tore his something in his thumb or something like that. That is a perfect it's dirt moment. Good. Uh, Adam Kennedy hitting three home runs, not a dirt moment. Right, that's, that's just, sad. That's just right. too. Yeah, that's too serious. You can't talk about. Steve that Lombardosi one. and Dan Gladden fighting. Great in their yard. dirt moment. Uh, Billy dirt Martin moment. fought uh, a marshmallow salesman. Goltz? No, who did he fight? Boswell okay. Goltz. I forget. 
God. He fought everybody. Somebody in a bar, his own pitcher. Yeah. I always get those two mixed up. That's a. Uh, I remember right. Billy Martin? That. Yeah, who was the manager at the time. Okay. And then what? Fought uh, a player? Yeah, fought his own starting pitcher. His employee. In a bar, like on the road somewhere. Uh, I got to look this up. But yeah, it's a. Uh, Google that. I don't know. Wow. Wade, Google that. Wade. Get back to us. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> wow, that is great. If Wade gets mentioned 100 times, does he get like a free... It's funny, if you mention it a hundred times, he shows up. It's like weird. It's one of those, like, like, like Mr. Mixelplick. It's like a Bloody Mary sort yeah. of deal. <laughs> uh, well, if you, uh, if, you want, if you want someone's help that understands the most derping of Minnesota no, sports like history, uh, we understand it. You got 70,000 words, man. Yeah, you can really, that's a lot of words. That's so that many characters. So many words. Like, that's so many tweets. Because my plan was Man. just download all my tweets <laughs> and then ra- and arrange them, you know, like a yeah. uh, beautiful mind style. Storify like, put one here, one here, like on my yep. wall, yep. and then just send them that as the manuscript. The end. And they're all tested. You start out with yeah. the ones that got the most retweets, yeah. and then at the yeah. back is the non-retweet Market one. testing is yeah. very important. Right. I'm in marketing. I understand. Yeah, it's already, I know a focus group has already looked at this, basically. That's great. Uh, okay, so I actually wasn't going to talk about that, um, about your book i was actually gonna ask a serious question so you so it's april and you have x amount of days months whatever to write this book yeah do you have a plan in mind i'm just fascinated just in general to me writing a book seems so done i'm not a writer in general so do you have like a i I gotta do x amount of words per day or per month or Uh, nothing the only thing i can go back on is like my college experience which is it's due in september so august 20th i'll do like a weekend on it. So you're going to write 70,000 words yeah. like after a barbecue yeah. on a Saturday night. I mean, a smart person, I think, would try to write 5,000 a week or something 5, like that yeah, and yeah. just kind of pace it out that way or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know what the – I know I'm not going to be able to stick to like a wake up, go to the <laughs> office. Yeah. Which I call the bathroom. Right, sure. Yeah, But course. the actual office, which there isn't one. Yeah. Write 5,000 words, have lunch, take a nap. Edit. Do the podcast. Yeah. That's it, really. That's all I do. Feed the cat. Feed the cat. Yeah. Cats. Soon. No. Cats. Oh, please no. Uh, well, I think, I, ju- I mean, it's just fascinating it's to think scary, about. Like, that it's, is it's a lot a daunting, of words. Yeah, it's a daunting number, of course. But you also have time. And so are you the type that will write a bunch of shit down, leave, and then come back and, like, hardcore edit? Or will you, like, keep it in your head the entire time and then write it really quick at the end? No. I think I'll... Well, like, I do have an editor, but, 
like I've never worked with them before, so I don't know the extent to which like they'll be send me this as like a true rough draft and we'll like bounce it back and forth because it's hard because right. it's not as if you can send them like okay here's the the one article let's spend a week working on this right there's gonna be like fifty so chapters. many words like it's so much like yeah. I don't know at some point you just have to kind of like plow forward I think but I don't know. Who knows? Do you work on outlines though with the editor of a certain yeah. thing of like here's kind of how I see I did, it like, going? I like a basic and one, and then I owe him one. I think the idea is like I work on it for a while, and then give them like a true outline that they can start to like pull pictures and right. map no out and all that stuff. See you, Matt. We lost twenty five percent of our audience. Yeah. We're so we were out on the streets people. for a while. We had two hundred, and now we have one fifty. Yeah, yep. fifty people left. But all of PA's offensive linemen are off the board now. Is that true? Yes. So that dude fell to, what did he fall to, 14? 14, and a Taylor Decker, who's out of Ohio State. Like the 17th Buckeye taken in 16-player draft so far. Ooh, it's moving, though. We're only seven away from Yeah, we're getting there. Another, it's only going to take another hour hours. and a half. All right, we're going to keep on tap dancing. Do you guys want now to talk about um, hockey? Yeah. Basketball? Let's talk about hockey. hockey. You want to go hockey? Stu, we forced Stu to take over. All right, what's going on with He's hockey, guys? He's our great hockey mind. Well, I well no, there was a sure. there was a press conference today, was there not? I don't know, man. That's not what I wanted <laughs> oh, to talk about. I have okay. a list from John to talk oh. about. Yeah. Uh, about hockey. John wants to remind us that the Wild are screwed. Okay. Uh, here are their five highest paid players, ages, and contract lengths. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Gleams, I think you'll at least appreciate how ridiculous this all is. Okay. Zach Parise is thirty-one. He is signed for the next eight years. Wow. How mu- does he have the... 2024. How much money, though? Does it say? Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, a lot. So his original one was 10 years or 11 or 11, years? I think, or yeah. 12. Jesus Christ. Is that okay. normal in hockey? Nothing's yeah. normal uh, in, in hockey. hockey. It is. Like 10-year contract? 10, 12-year contracts, because they can play until they're 50. Hockey? Yeah. 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 Yager's played in... Oh, remember, yeah. Yarmer, remember that guy? Oh, Jeremer Jager. Remember that name? I did see he's like 45, right? Still he's playing? Old. Yeah. Chris Chelios played till f- not as much as no. they get beat to shit on a regular basis. Was your quote? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just don't think I don't think it's. That I think they true. just sort of generally get sore. There's not a lot of like oh. career-ending injuries, and there's not a whole lot they of just like lose teeth and get like stitches. Or yeah, I yeah. think it's like they can you can power through a lot of what happens in hockey. That's crazy. You like, don't imagine need to if be- baseball started handing out. 11-year contract. Imagine if Maurer had, like, six more years on his contract. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, well, he'd be dead. Somebody would have killed like, him. Yeah. yeah. Somebody people would be literally murdered. storm target field and be like, yeah. Oh, man. So, Zach Parisi's 31. He's signed for eight more oh, years. Wait, Parisi, he's, he was hurt, I know. Yes. Yeah. So was he bad before he got hurt? No, he was good. But he just good. got hurt. He, he was, was actually good. good. Okay. Uh, Ryan Suter so is 31. Also signed for another eight years. Suter! Yeah, because they signed the... Yeah. Pominville is 33, and he's signed for three more years. Ne- literally never heard that name in my life. Koivu is 33. He's goal to win game five? Yes, but Clarence still hates him. But he's terrible. Okay. He is terrible? He's terrible. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then Vanek, Vanek, I think he's about to Tom Vanek. V- uh, Thome Vanek. Thome Vanek. I have a good story about him I can only tell off, off the air. Off mic? Okay. Yeah. Former gopher, Thome Vanek. Yeah, that... Nieder Ryder. What about the goalie? Niedermeyer. Dubnik, what about Niedermeyer? Dubnik? I think he's in Animal House. Yeah. yeah. He's evil. How about him? How's that guy doing? Actor, how is Niedermeyer how is doing? The, the maestro from Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, How's yeah. he doing? Oh, yeah, you're right. He's doing all right, I guess. 
got that syndication money. Yep. No, but I thought they didn't they sign. Is it Dubnik or Dubnik? It's Dubnik, I think. Didn't they sign him to some big contract too? Well, and then he wasn't knows? that good. Dubnik. You Dubnik. guys are overestimating, overestimating my knowledge of what's happening. Here's what I have: <laughs> yeah. Parisi, thirty-one, All right, we twenty. Got that. <laughs> All right. I have those five bullet points. I asked the tough questions. You can we see know it. that. Those are the five bullet points I have. You see them. That's all that I know. All right. Well, we tried, what, John. What John is telling me, I'm just reporting the news here, yeah. is they are not able to get rid of any of those contracts. Those five they're, they're stuck anchors. with. Oh, they're all five anchors. All they're, five all anchors. About, they're all over 30. Yeah, how many of those guys would you, because you said Parisi was good. Yeah. Was and then the other fo- good? No. Or not really. So they got him for eight more years and he wasn't even good this year? Right. Oh, man. Mauer laughs at that dude. I like, know. What? I yes. think he would, but he's gotten off that a little bit because the guys he thought were going to develop into really good yeah. players. Like Granlin. He, lo- he loved Granlin. He loved Granlin, loved Zucker, and they're, like, they're just they're okay. Just there. So. Clarence. Not, yeah. You know what? Not a great hockey mind. No. Not really. Oh, no. so and you know what's funny is we trusted him implicitly. We did. We the only reason we did is because we didn't know any better, and now we do. Sorry. And now we know. Sorry. So I think Sorry, the challenge Clarence. is, so if I'm going to put this, and I know that Clarence hates this, but every time he's... He or John said something about hockey. I'm like, put this in basketball terms for me. Yeah. <laughs> put this in, like, human being language, yeah. right? Um, well, there's people of color involved. <laughs> yes, please. Or people watch the sport. Yeah, you know, one, one of, of those, those two, two things. <laughs> My sense is that Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter are, um, like, the Joe Johnson of the Hawks type contracts. Of like, he's fine. He's right. a pretty good player. But if they're your best player, you're yeah. fucked. You're done. So yeah. I think that the initial intent was... These guys are going to be your like third, fourth, fifth best guys, and then one of these young dudes is going we'll to Granlin and Zucker yeah. or a bunch of other young pups are going to like turn into something, and then these are going to be your good anchors, right? Like it, it seems that makes sense in theory, but like everything that makes sense in theory, it has nothing to do with real life. Who was the guy from like two years ago? The like vet- old, super slow veteran guy that he hated. That used to be oh Danny Heatley yeah is he retired Danny Heatley, Danny Heatley I or did he think go on is, to have like an amazing year somewhere he went to jail so, he did kill somebody I he did we do know that that, that is actually like that was yeah, yeah Danny he Heatley I just remember Clarence I had no idea what he's talking about but yeah, every day would just be like oh it's fucking Heatley we got it yeah. yeah yeah I just thought it'd be funny if he went somewhere and scored like forty goals this year I am I admire his persistence of talking about Danny Heatley yeah. every single day for like six straight I mean, it got years. It in the I, I sick he of played it. for Wisconsin. So. Yeah. Yeah, and didn't he have like a DWI? I don't get sick of hearing of him, by the way. DWI, reckless driving, some guy who was with died. But here's my question. Is there like a, is it a hard salary cap in the NHL? What's the? Okay, so here's the extent of my knowledge. After the bullet points, they can't get rid of any of these contracts. They can't get younger. It will be at least two years before they can even tank. That's very upsetting. And I would love to ask John right now, who is, again, he's in the Concorde flying over mm-hmm. the Atlantic. So who the fuck knows? Yeah, because he wants to get to Live Aid on time. What's going on? He's with Phil Collins. <laughs> They're going to play Invisible Touch and Land of Confusion. Su- Su- Studio. I, like I actually like Phil Collins. Of course oh, man. Do. I love Sue Su- Su- Studio. Of course you do? <laughs> oh, you don't like Phil Collins? Of course Collins? you do. Who's I'm a better drummer turned singer than Phil Collins? Name of one. course Dave you Grohl. do. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, that was that was so quick, Stu. Yeah. That was so quick. I'm, now I'm, I feel so dumb. That's okay. That'd of be like course. If, if I was like, you know, Mauer's pretty decent. Name a better first baseman, and you were like Miguel Cabrera. I was like, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, no, uh, name seven more then. Yeah, I bet you can't name. 
55 better yeah. than the next 40 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. Of course you we'll do see. is one of those, it's like four words that are like, yeah. could potentially oh, so be insulting. factual and also really insulting. Yeah. Of oh. course you do. But I do. I, I just said I do. Yeah. Why the fuck just, how <laughs> yeah. did you just your burn me like that? Like, what does he mean by that? You burn he, me with he's facts. He's been coasting <laughs> off in the air tonight <laughs> yeah. for 30 years and I'm tired that of it. That is true. He's, he's not... surprisingly known as like one of the biggest assholes in show business. Phil really? Collins. People yeah. hate him. Yeah, yeah. He's hated. Yeah, he would like not show up to things or he'd show up and leave or whatever. He's the Bill Belichick of. Since we're talking about Phil Collins, oh, I here totally comes have to share story. I just took the microphone away from Stu. I hope that's okay. No, it's okay. So, several, several years ago, my, my dad had this convertible that he drove, and it got broken into one night. They ripped open the, they, like, they cut open the top of it. They get in the car. They pull out the factory stereo and realize it's the factory stereo and leave it sitting on the floor of the car. They stole a pack of cigarettes. And Dad's copy of Phil Collins, No Jacket Required. <laughs> that was it. I would like to fess up to that crime. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's been sorry. a lot of years. I feel like the statute of limitations yeah. has fallen to the wayside. And I, I feel people would have been able to piece that together anyway after my love of Phil Collins came out. 30 seconds. Camel we, all yeah. we all knew. We all knew. I love Camel Lights. That's my, yeah. You were a, you were a temporary smoker, though, too, right? That Weren't you? True. Not you Camel were? Lights, though, but yeah. Not Camel Lights? I'm in. You just had a moment where you're like, I'm a smoker. Yeah. I gave it five months. You tried. I tried it. God it bless you. Didn't take. I tried oh, really? too. I couldn't I do it. I thought you were like a hardcore smoker. No. Oh. No, five months, uh, oh. a year and a half ago. I was a temporary smoker too. It was great. And then no, I just I was, was like, hip- I can't do this. I was a hipster smoker. I mean, like, I've had cigarettes since then, but yeah. The hipsters vape, I think. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. I haven't either. I know our, our uh, mutual friend, Colin. Is the, va- the vape uh, fan president of the United States. The vape king of the South Metro. I uh, I've tried vaping. My friend does it. It's for sure growing. Because mm-hmm. at first it was like, it's look so how ridiculous looking. this idiot is who's vaping. And now it's just like people walk around doing it. Yeah. Which. It's real dorky looking. Well, when Leonardo you know? DiCaprio does it. Yeah. yeah. Or your mother. Or my mom. Your mom does it? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I think it's. it's don't it's, you think it's because it's. The technology is what makes it look super goofy, like it's a fad. But it, maybe it's going to be like the cell phone thing where, like, it looked crazy. Yeah. Having this giant the, thing on, like, the, the Zach Morris. And then all, all of a sudden it was like, no, that's just how it is now. I think the silly thing about it is everybody thinks it's better for them than the cigarettes. But it's not? And it's not. I thought it was a little bit better for them. Mm, but still bad, though. There's no, Yeah, there's no tar, probably no rat poison. Probably wasn't a ton of that to begin with, though, right? But, I mean... Let's get into it. I don't know. I think you can Me and get... you, Brandon. Let's become like... You want to try? Vapors. Yeah, Vape Bros. Cr- yeah, Vape Bros. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> get that URL if it's not taken already. Vape Bros. Probably vape dot org. We don't want to like... It's not a commercial thing. We just want to get the word out. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not, just, It's a non-profit. <laughs> yeah, really. non-profit. We just want people to know that we're Vape Bros. We'll like review them. Um, <laughs> we'll do videos that just us vaping. Yeah, yeah. Poses. Yeah. It's yeah, good like, at cool poses. ways to vape, like... That was Maybe good. test that out good like, on an audio different flavors. Yeah. yeah, like that way to vape. Let's yeah, the way it. you just I'll did it. it. I'm into I'll being a vape bro with doesn't you. Doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, all right. Yeah, I, all right. I mean, I started smoking because I literally went to Dave Chappelle at First Avenue, That's right. and he smoked more than a pack of cigarettes on stage. He opened two packs while on stage. That's incredible. And then I got home and I said that was the coolest thing ever. So it really is, as my you know, dear counselors told us, yep. like you're gonna be, yeah, it's Peer gonna pressure. be just like you're gonna look at somebody smoking and go, he looks cool doing that. 
Yeah. So I found out what he, he does. smokes, American Spirits. All right. And I bought like a million American Spirits and smoked them all for five months. Now. How many cigarettes would you say you smoked? Like, what's your record for one day? Oh, a pack maybe. Well, you think you did 20 in a day? But that's like, you're that's all drinking all day. Right, right, right. Yeah. Mandy, it's, your record? If you, uh, you're a... I used to smoke. Former like, smoker, Seriously yeah. smoke. Ex-smoker. I actually would go to the gym... And, like, I'd be halfway through my workout, be like, okay, you just need to finish this shit, and then you can go have a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. I would finish a race, like, running, and then I would light up a heater. Now that she mentions it like that, I was also in the best shape of my life. Wow, I was sm- I was a hundred pounds less. I oh, you stay skinny on right smoking. now. Your taste buds well, are just numb. And it was numb. also because I was just out drinking every night mm-hmm. and then smoking while I was at the bar. Right. What or, a life. You know, outside the bar. What a life. And now it's like, well... No smoking in your apartment now while you're you have watching the cat. HGTV. Yeah. You have yeah. to just, you know, <laughs> eat chips instead of smoking yeah. cigarettes or whatever. Yeah. You're not, you know, getting excited about shiplap no. and having a... <laughs> yeah, a lot of shiplap talk. A lot of, uh, lot of uh, we've watched 40 episodes of this. I think I'm sick of it. Let's move on to the next one. Like, pros bros are off. <laughs> Fixer upper is kind of off. It's like, yeah. Oh, Shark boy. Tank we went through. Like, we're Don't all- tell Floyding's kids that you're, you know, no more pro bros because... Ooh. I bet no? they vape. The property brothers. <laughs> the property brothers. This is yeah. so far off the rails. We're talking about what the wild right now, by the way. This is the wild. Phil Collins. Anyway, so Phil Collins. Okay, so Mandy, what is the most cigarettes you've smoked in a day? Probably a pack and a half. Pack and a half. Oh, like, yeah. were you Thirty a, in a day. Like you were. Many, you were awake for like eighteen hours. So like, how many a day? Uh, Average. Normal was about a pack a day. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was a one regular, pack. like, hardcore smoker. Don't you yes. think that's one of those examples where, like, when it went from $3 to, like, $14 a pack, a bunch of people were like, fuck this shit. It is real. Yeah, it's real. I mean, that is really crazy. The, the price, I think, you know, had a little bit to do with it. The other part was, like, this shit's bad for me, and I should probably stop doing it. That it is That was the that. other part. Something about like the public shaming. Some, I think that like marketing worked or advertising. Something just worked because there's a bunch of other shit that's unhealthy for you. Like no one's not eating Sour Patch Kids right now. Like everybody's just housing, and we all know how bad sugar is. We're learning more today. We're just like fuck this shit. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, drinking, but no one stopped. Like everybody just stopped smoking. I don't know what it was. They were just like, you know what? Yeah, I think nah. they're still doing all right sales-wise, though. I think they're... Yeah, yeah. probably. Probably. But you've got to admit, They're still, like, around. There's something about a cigarette and a cup of coffee. Oh, my God. See, I've never had coffee in my oh life. Oh, dear God. Th- I will say, to all, what? The, to all the kids out there, I've never had coffee in my life. To oh all the God. kids out there... Can you imagine there, when oh, he discovers kidding, this? Kids. and how? Imagine how ashamed Damon's going to be when he's like, I haven't had what? Like, he just tries it for the first time. I'm and afraid. A, gl- 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 I'm afraid. Like, and a diet fucking Coke. I'm saying oh, nothing better than you're, you're five drinks in. It's 11.30 on a Saturday night. You go outside, especially if it's like a Minnesota winter, and there's just five drunk idiots out there smoking away. Yeah. There's nothing. You immediately make friends. Yeah, go that's back great. in the yeah. bar. Y'all smell terrible. Y'all got that nice nicotine buzz plus the alcohol. People buzz. are judging you, but you're happy. You got that glow. Like you're like a little I... stupid club. Yeah, so yeah, I think that's yeah. how you and I bonded the first. We have, time. Yeah. yeah, we've definitely oh, yeah. bonded. Yeah. And so when, have I, we. Then, when I met your wife, yeah. we were at my wife. Y- your wife. You, had, you guys had just come back here. Yeah. from Dallas. Like oh, at the Bulldog. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Like you had literally just. Oh, sure. Going back like a day earlier. Yeah, my house got broken and, into yeah, the day right. before. Yeah. yeah, and it was at oh, the yeah. Bulldog Northeast. Yeah. Must have been. Yep. Yeah, and there was that little like uh, place, like 
fenced-in place. They keep all the smokers. Yeah, exactly. And the I pen. remember like standing there talking to your wife, and I was like, immediately, I was like, oh, she's great. She, yeah. we all stood out here. We smoked. And now we're we're best friends. It's now. a good bonding experience. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, and like when and when you could used to do it indoors, like at restaurants and stuff like that. Crazy. If you're party, if like some, if like you were there with like one other person or a couple, of, and they went to go do something else. You were like, I've got a cigarette. Yeah. I'm not alone. Something to just sort it's gonna of It's going to be so great here. when people find out that this episode is actually sponsored by, like, Marlboro. <laughs> like, yeah. we just, Our friends like, at Philip Morris. They're like, wait an hour and a half and then just kind of do it organically. Like, talk about yeah, how yeah. amazing cigarettes are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was probably, quitting was the hardest thing I ever did. Oh, I bet. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. Ask Newman. Like, he wanted to kill me. He, we were, I think, the divorce. How long ago was the, it? Uh, about four. It's been almost four years. But I'm pretty sure the divorce papers were drawn up at one point. Like, it was... <laughs> Not signed, but just around, just, just if I need to pull them out. Yeah. 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 They're no, folded up. I was lucky. Like, no, I, didn't, I only did it for, like, months rather than years. But I, I get addicted to everything very easily. Uh, that, I just stopped, and I was just like, eh. Yeah. No. No, I started when I was 18. Right. And... Yeah. Yeah. And so it was over 20 years. The most almost, no. almost twenty. We, what do we say? Eight, seventeen years. We said you're thirty six earlier. Yeah, we did. 30, yeah, we did. Seventeen and a half years. We'll, we'll say I'm thirty six. Yeah, there we That's go. That's a good age. Yeah. Right. Uh, the most cigarettes I've smoked in a day. So I like I I love the feeling of having a cigarette. Like I'm a very fidgety person to begin with, and I felt like it very much just like calmed me down. Um, I was a sober cab in college. Uh, for one night, I think we ended up going just to a bar or whatever, and this was Duluth. Uh, back before they had banned, oh, actually, we went over to Superior, so they didn't ban. I, they probably you could probably still smoke. Wherever, you could probably fucking smoke at church if you want in Superior. Who knows? Um, Babe Church. That's yeah, a, there's an Babe Church. There we go. Write that down. Write that down. The preacher's up there vaping. Yeah, everybody in the front. The row preacher is calling. By the way, <laughs> the Church of Homo. By the way, there's been a half a dozen times when listeners have heard write, write that down, and none of us have written any. Oh, we all just keep looking at each other yeah. to write that down. So I was a sober cab one night, and I decided, like, if I can't drink, um, I'm going to uh, smoke a bunch of cigarettes. But I was a non-smoker, so it was really hard for me to smoke. Like, I could do, like, one or two. But this night, I had bought a whole new pack, and I just was basically chain-smoking at this bar. I had, like, one beer... And it just chain smoke, chain smoke. It felt terrible, but I'm just like I'm desperate for a but. You know the age. I want a buzz somehow. And it was the dead of winter. You didn't in have Superior, a gas Wisconsin. mask and a bong on. No, you, so I yeah. wish, I wish. Now that I think about it. And uh, so I stayed out till midnight or one a.m. or whatever it was. And I'm so dead sober. And I had smoked like I probably smoked like 15 cigarettes. And um, we're driving back from Superior to Duluth, so over the bridge, and we get halfway over the bridge. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just feel really sick. And my friend Norm was in the front seat uh, next to me. And I was like, I don't feel well. I feel like I'm going to. And then I fucking puked all over oh. my lap driving over the Superior Bridge. The Bong Bridge? The, the Bong Bridge in the dead of winter at, like, 20 below and snow everywhere. And I'll never, I mean, imagine, like, your most straight-laced friend sitting next to you and puking on yourself in the middle of winter over a bridge and looking imagine that face where they are like their eyes are as big as saucers staring at you and like what the fuck is happening that was the face I stared at looking at him and then I rolled my window down and puked but I realized I hadn't rolled my window down I tried to roll my window down and I just puked onto my window 
So I'm puking onto my window, oh, and man. I finally unlock, or whatever, I get my window um, unlocked, and then I just am puking, and he's... he's and you're driving. I'm legitimately, like, going 40 miles an hour right now, and Norm, uh, my buddy, is uh, steering us over the bridge in Duluth at 2, 1 a.m., whatever, in, you know, snow, it's slippery as fuck, whatever, we're trying to get home. And I'm puking, head out the window like a dog at this point, puking. I can't imagine what people thought when they were passing us. And I'm puking, puking, puking. It's like crazy. Get it all out of my system. We drive home. And we're in dead silence. Like he's the nicest, nice person. He's not going to laugh at me. He's <laughs> he just, just legitimately concerned. Like experience. almost everybody in my life, I'd be like, you fucking loser. Yeah. Right? I, he didn't do it. And he's dead quiet. And, uh, and we get back. And I just got it all over my, just every, I'm not going to be too, just everywhere. I puked all over the place. Enough. Yeah. And uh, so I go downstairs and I change and I, uh, I throw just everything right into the wash, you know, like all my clothes. And I'm, you know, downstairs and no clothes. And then I Ooh, turn around and I had a friend, had a, my, my roommate had a, ba- a room in the basement and he's like, Brandon. And I turn around and he had like, had a date over. <laughs> so imagine the view of sight- seeing somebody like waddle down the stairs and take all their clothes off. So that was, I thought that was the worst part. And then, uh, so I went out and Norm, bless his heart, had like been helping clean my car while I was downstairs. It's what like, it was like the Pulp friend, Fiction right? scene. It was. They had to <laughs> call for the Harvey Keitel. Call the wolf. And he just laid like uh, blankets down yeah. and like, yeah. So we cleaned out the whole car. It was a miserable experience. Miserable. The worst thing ever. And of course, Sunday, I probably just laid around and, uh, you know, ate Chinese food all day or whatever. And I got in because I had cleaned the car out. So I'm like, all right, fine. Everything's fine. I get into my car uh, on the way to school on Monday, and I'm driving, and I look at my rearview mirror, and I can't see out of my rearview mirror, and I realized when I thought I was rolling my window down at the first thing, I was rolling my back window down, so when I got my front window rolled down, I puked out the window, and it came right back <laughs> into my car and splattered the whole back window. I couldn't That's even amazing. see it. Like I needed to put defrost on, but I had puke everywhere. <laughs> I, by the way, so it was bad. So yeah, yeah. I like that you tell the story. That sounds like a very traumatic, not only for you, yeah. but many other people. Yeah, uh, it was. That wasn't your last cigarette. No, no. Uh, I you then can, lived many I more years where he was like, I'd like to have a cigarette. Still, yeah. Like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. You had hundreds of more cigarettes <laughs> after that. Like hundreds, hundreds. Yeah, yeah. I never smoked that much in a night again, though. Like I definitely no. it was like I am too big of a wuss to do more than like. Yeah. I'm with you though, like. Three beers and a cigarette is, like, one of the greatest, like, a perfect right. little buzz. Yeah. Like, if I could just stay at that plane for a long time, it'd be great. But, yeah. ugh. That is, like, I like that humans, because it's not unique to you where it's like, oh, I did this thing I shouldn't have done. So dumb. I had this terrible experience that everyone Good. involved will be talking about. And, uh, oh, I kept doing basically yeah. the same thing for the next 30 years. Jumped on a trampoline, fell off, broke my neck. Yeah, right back. I still do it once in a while. Yeah, I still like it. once in a while. still like it. I learned my lesson. That yeah. was a lot of cigarette talk. That's a lot of I cigarettes. I feel like we should have given like a yeah. warning, like it's true. A, it's true. don't smoke, but really do, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't, you know. Okay, pick 20 is in, and the so Vikings got, are pick 23. So we've That's got 45 more minutes. minutes. No, we've got, we got a half hour of tap dancing. <laughs> yeah, hour if they trade down, fuck them. We're, gonna, we're stopping. Yeah. It don't yeah. matter. Yeah. It was I mean, like, that dude Norm deserves a few cigarettes to just relax after yeah, that story. Is. No, you're right. It, it is was a bad. rough. Uh, I've never done it, but I've been in a car where somebody was just drunk puking. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. the the roll down window whole thing never works out well. No, that's no. not gonna because it's either you do 
oh, I didn't get the window down. Yeah. Or you get it down and you're going fast and you basically just puke and it just, <laughs> yeah. it's not going where you want it to yeah, go. No. Exactly. And so then it's like, yeah. And nobody ever thinks to pull over. They're yeah. like, we can keep moving. Let's keep on our path. And we just got to get home. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get home. Not like we can do, not pull wait over for, for three, three minutes. seconds <laughs> and fix this. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't, uh, no. I don't know what it is. I, maybe it's just me, but like, I can be perfectly fine out at a bar, beers, whatever. And then once I get into a car, I am four times as drunk as I was while I was fine. Something about a car and moving, like I, it's over for me. That the night is over. Yeah, not fun. Uh, all right, should we keep tap dancing? Okay, a little more tap dancing. We have two more picks, more, right? Yeah, uh, tw- let's see, twenty-one, twenty-two, then the Vikings. <laughs> it costs two it. Let's see, Darren Lee. Yep. Okay. Want to talk? He just burned the car. Did I get my car detailed? No, I gave it to charity like a few months later. You did the thing where I they did the it cars for box? kids. I did cars for kids. I was like, fuck that's those commercials. You can have my terrible car at this point. I had to get a car detailed once. From puking? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. It was in college. It was not ideal. It was not even my car. You puked in somebody else's? Do you want to grab the mic? Let's hear this. Let's hear this. We got Christian. We got Christian from the internet. So this was a few years ago. I was in college. And it was like senior year, and I was at my fraternity's um, Sigma Chi. Sigma Chi for life. Yeah. Uh, No, it was not even a real fraternity. It was like an honor fraternity. Oh, okay. But we still got drunk with the best of them. Good Good for you. Yeah. And we were at this formal at like a... uh, dining hall or something and we got really drunk because there was an open bar and people were leaving there were designated drivers and this car had filled up get right up into that mic i wanted to go home yep you're drunk so drunk and i wanted to go home and this car filled up and it was the last car and so i got in the back seat on my stomach like on people's laps oh no don't do that don't do that and you know 10 minutes into the drive just Everywhere, where on people or on the on, floor? On laps, floors. Oh, no. I was on the door because my n- face was right next to the door. Yeah, and then they dropped me off at my house. I like crawled inside and then had to write a check the next day. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, it was. Wow. And then luckily, I was studying abroad the next semester, and so it was like make two yourself weeks scarce for a while. Winter break. I yeah, fled the country. Yeah, yeah, I had to go. You have to do it. It was. It was one of the worst moments. My life, but it's a good story. So we've had a lot of really good lessons for the young, the kids listening yes. today. Yeah, don't do that. Don't get when you're drunk in a do car. That. Don't lay on your stomach on other people's laps. That's gonna. I mean, it's probably the worst. thing You, you had to have do. known how that was gonna end. Well, you would have if you weren't sixty beers deep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Any regularly sober person. It was a know. lot of dirty Shirley Temples, honestly. Ugh. Oh God. Yikes. Gross. Every right. time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, let's keep tap dancing. I want to talk uh, hoops. Oh, hoops. Hoops. I want to talk basketball. I know. I look. So, Dachshund. Okay. Am I saying that Dachshund right? I don't know. And, and, and Treadwell and, uh, are both still on the board. Dachshund and, uh, and Treadwell Miles are both Jack, too. On the board. And Miles Jack. The linebacker. Yeah. Who's like the, one of the best players. But he has a bad are, knee. He's got the, that. Right? They think he had like micro fracture yeah. or whatever. Well, that's fine. They like um, UCLA linebackers, right? Isn't um, oh yeah, Barr and Hendricks are both Barr and Hendricks are both UCLA. UCLA. Yeah. Look at me, just pulling good, names. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. 
what are we getting to? Wolves? Okay, so uh, before... So I know you guys already talked about the Thibodeau. Thibodeau, excuse well, me. Well, a little, a little bit. bit, right? Here's the thing. Well, last episode was the emergency sportive. Right. Uh, but the one before was uh, right after the uh, Tibbs announcement was yeah. made. And my point of view uh, was, let's celebrate, at least for that week. We did something that was actually competent. We don't need to get into okay. anything besides just straight celebration. We yeah. so rarely are able to do that Correct. as Minnesotans. So we did that, and we got through it. So now that... Um, and I'm, I'm going to ask you to sort of step outside your comfort zone as an eternal optimist, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you just play the <laughs> That's role? That's what people call me. Just pretend that you're sort of a, um, a skeptical... Um, a-hole. A-hole. Just, just uh, again, it's Mis- role-playing Miserable. Here. It's role-playing yeah. here. We're going to ask you to try to do that. Uh, what is, so what was your initial sense of... I mean, were you uh, cartwheels? Yeah, I'm excited. I mean... I think he, there are some potential flaws with Thibodeau, too. Sure. But he was clearly, to me, the best guy for the job. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they moved very quickly, it turns out that may have been the only way to get him. Because the, the Lakers, Lakers and maybe the Knicks and yep. who knows who else might have, you know, jumped in there with more money. Almost and more everybody, right? Power. I mean, can't, I guess, give him more power. But I, I thought, you know, would he, if you can pick any coach, I think he would certainly be in your top ten. You know, not just free agent coaches, but just anybody. Yeah, uh, he's I agree. a guy who had a successful run with a good, but not you know, uh, guaranteed championship caliber team, and one that suffered a bunch of injuries, Derrick Rose and all that, and they still won you know fifty five games a year. Was fired not because of performance issues, but because the front office just didn't get along with. And them, they're uh, kind of a weird front office yeah. too, right? Sort of dysfunctional. Right. At least that's what the the grumblings, the so word yeah, in the street. Exci- I, I think, you know, if they had hired Van Gundy, I would have been into that too, but I would have been a lot more kind of thrown up my hand saying, who knows? I, I liked Jeff Van Gundy 10 years ago, and I think he's a good, smart basketball guy, and I like him as an announcer, but it is 10 years. Like, who knows yeah. how effective he would be? And then Scotty Brooks did nothing for me. Yeah. Uh, and then who, who were the other... Uh, I don't even know who that. Well, well Mark Jackson did Mark nothing Jackson for me. No, no, thank you. So, well, the interesting thing was some people were uh, were like, "Well, we should wait to see if Dave Yeager gets released." Right. That would have been the quintessential Timberwolves move, though. Of like, let's not move on the guy that we can get right now. Let's wait, and then of course, yeah. Thibodeau gets signed by the Knicks, or Thibodeau, sorry, gets signed by the Knicks. And then Jaeger stays with Memphis, right? And then they and end then, up signing, uh, uh, yeah. Sam knows? Mitchell comes back Mark or whatever. And you're like, oh, fucking yeah. okay, great, nice yeah. job, I guys. Think, you know, the stuff about him being too hard on players, yeah, too many minutes. That's possible, but that's yeah. also a very easy fix. That's not like a you don't have to brainwash a guy to convince him to play someone three minutes less. Now it might be a tough sell since he's got all the power. Yeah, but I mean, he's heard the criticisms too. I read a bunch of interviews. You know, Zagoda interviewed him and uh, everybody else who interviewed him. And he's very aware of the criticisms. It's one thing to change it, but I mean, he is aware of them. And also, it's possible it's overblown. I mean, I looked at the minutes this year I and last year. I think so, year. too. I Wiggins think is going to play 35 minutes a game, 37 minutes a game. Cat, hopefully, only play 33 minutes instead of 38 minutes. Because he's but, a big man. Right. And, and, but I mean, that's not a hard fix. And if he can come in, my feeling is they're going to score points. I mean, they almost had a top 10 offense this year 
even though they weren't shooting threes and everybody was 20 years old. So, I think they ended up at like 12. Right. And, that was, and then in the, the last half when Levine started, they were, yep. they were better than so, 10. I mean, they're so going to have a good offense. If yep. he can come in and do his thing defensively, yeah. it might involve bringing in some new players and stuff. But if he can take them to, from 27th to middle of the pack defensively, then you're a playoff team. Yeah. If you have a top 12 or top 10 offense and a, just a mediocre you know, 16th, 18th defense, you're not going to win a championship, but you're a playoff team. And the other thing is they're not going to get worse. Now, I realize that's a very cursed Minnesota. Like, you know, everyone could get hurt or whatever. But yeah. everybody's young. Everybody's cheap. Everybody's signed for at least three, four more years. Yep. Tons of cap space. You got Thibodeau signed for five years. It's going to be so difficult for them to screw this up. It's amazing. How are they going to screw it up? Right, like, it's is, so uh, obvious. I am curious. Like, like just seems- Watching for that shooter drop. That's all you're doing right now is yeah. watching for it. I would it. like him to wrap Carl Anthony Towns in, in like a bubble wrap for the next, you know, 10 years, basically. We have talked about this on the podcast multiple times, but I still don't think we say it enough. All the optimism we're feeling is about Carl Anthony Towns. There's right. no yes. reason anybody would be excited. There's no reason Thibodeau would not be here. Uh, Flip, RIP, mm-hmm. his... Reputation would not be what it is now if it weren't for the brilliance of Carl Anthony Towns. Right. I think if they had, let's say, uh, Okafor, Wiggins, Levine, and Rubio, you'd say, all right, like, eh, two years from now maybe. they might be that seven seed in the West. Or maybe, like that. Yeah, yeah. But nobody, yeah, I think you're right. We, we, it would be probably Scotty Brooks would be here. Towns lets you dream big. Right. Like be super optimistic. Right. Well, and, then, and, and God bless crazy. Thibodeau. He had to say this, but he was like, you know, this front office – this is they. This was their vision from the beginning, and it's like no, I don't think this was. They were just they got Carl Anthony Towns. No one's saying that about whoever got Okafor, right? Or you know, two years passed with almost any other first pick in a long. No one said it about Olawa Candy or the uh, million other yeah. just even okay decent number one picks. Andrea Bargnani. Bargnani. I mean, no one's you know, no one's saying that about anybody. Wait till the Wolves win the lottery. Uh, when is that? Next during the playoffs, right? Uh, yeah, it's about a month from now. Okay. I think it's usually. I think like they're going to win May. it. You think they got it again? Why not? Yeah, I would take it. two. I would take one or two. Four number one picks in a row. Yeah. Why not? Like I would take uh, Ingram, Simmons, whoever. Yeah. Buddy yeah. Heald, I might take. I sure. love Buddy Heald. I don't yeah. know why. I just love Buddy. Here's Heald. my he under never, the, the name of a dog. Hey, Buddy Heald. It's a good yeah. Here's my under-the-radar prediction. All right. If they end up, like, fifth or sixth or something like that, yeah. they trade Levine and draft Buddy Heald. I'm not saying I sh- they should do that. I think that's reading way, way, way between the lines on some of his quotes. He praised everyone way more than he praised Levine. So you think he's just saying, I just don't know if Levine's got the... Right. I'd be fine with that because at least it's... Uh... I mean, I like Levine a lot, but yeah. it, he is somewhat, if you can find the right buyer who's, you know, selling high if a little bit. If someone thinks he can be your star player, I yeah. don't know. That's a way, you know, weird prediction, but that, see if that happens. Pull that clip if that happens. If it doesn't happen, burn the whole episode. Yeah, that'll be a pull quote. That'll be a pull quote for sure. Um, no, I, it's funny because it seems just so obviously going to work out the way we think it's going to work out, right? So next year, like you're saying, they should be a, let's say, 10th best offense. Yeah. And we've seen it. I've talked about it before. My beloved Sixers. My beloved <laughs> How's that Sixers. going, by the way? I haven't really checked I don't want to talk that. about it. Um, Will you call for heads? Will you leave town? Well, Will all you? the heads are gone. Yeah, so that's no true. There are no to heads left to call for. I have all the heads. I have Zamiki's head. I, yeah. I bought it off eBay. 
It's a memento. I feel like Clarence could be worse with that. How? I feel like, no, maybe I'm wrong. I think it'd be difficult. Because I feel like you guys fought a lot about that. As it was building up, yep. and it went you know disastrously bad <laughs> yep. in terms of like they just fired him. Uh, Clarence could bring that up literally every minute of every day, and he only does it like every hour of every day. He does so a I give lot. Him a little credit, like you know. Well, I don't know. I man. was sort of on team uh, team Broxy for that. I still am. For the I most th- part, still think he did a yeah. good job. He just got hosed. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, don't at me. The. Uh, only the, one pick till the like. Yep. The best part of the whole draft was the uh, nice guys trailer on mute right now. That's that was my that was my favorite thing about the whole draft so far. Yeah, that's uh, very wait, true. Wait, here's another beautiful thing about the wolves. Yeah. Uh, San Antonio's getting real old. Now, yep. Kawhi yes. Leonard's gonna be good for a while, but they're getting old. Uh, Kawhi, like the, their their new trio is Kawhi Leonard. LaMarcus Aldridge and Danny Green. That's right. not the they're same be trio as before. But they're not before. 60 wins every year. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma City is about to lose Durant. Yeah. They're going to blow it up and he'll be so in Washington, the right? Two and three what seeds. are the odds of Durant coming to Minnesota? Uh, about 80, 90%. I think. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I mean, so. you mean like, I, I mean, know, he'll be here twice a year die. with his new team to <laughs> yes. play the Wolves. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be amazing. He just has to I, die. I, listen, I'll die. play him at the four. I'll feel good about playing him at the four. Oh, yeah. No, but so if the Spurs drop down and Oklahoma City loses Durant, the Warriors aren't going anywhere, obviously. Yep. But there's an opportunity for a new team to enter that, you know, two Dallas feet, was the playoff feet. team. Memphis was a playoff team. Houston was a playoff yeah. team. Who the fuck knows, man? It just yeah. gets yeah. wide Utah open. Utah was the nine. Portland. Yeah, Portland. Portland was supposed to be like a bottom five. So, let's say it right now. You know, it's crazy. Our, you and I, should we hold hands and guarantee a playoff spot next year? I mean, we're already vape bros. Yeah, vape bros. Are the vape this bros. Like Stelma and Louise going off the <laughs> yeah. cliff together. We're, we got the vapes are in. We're holding hands. I'm saying the eighth seed. Number eight crushed seed. by the Warriors in the yep. first round, but I'll yep. take it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with re- you. I'm ready. Vape bros are saying it. Eight seed. Yeah. The vape bros. Cool. Were you not? We're were you guaranteed a playoff too? spot. Wow. The vape bros just guaranteed number eight. It's number two. Eight. Uh, it's two hours in. This is what we do at yeah. this at this phase. We're not even that drunk, really. We're just pushing it through. Honestly, no, I know. We're like it's three beers could in. Could be way worse. I, think, I, I, I think that makes sense. Could be way worse. I'm good at that. Why yeah. not? Why, why did they trade with each other? Ooh, they took Will Fuller. There's a Will Fuller wide receiver off the board. Were they worried the Redskins? I, uh, I don't get that. Sixth round pick. Anyway, Washington's making their pick now. Then the and Vikings the are up, Vikings. and then we can quit recording this goddamn yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, we're almost we are at the two. Yeah, oh my god, we're over two hours. Listeners, I That's, promise you, um, we're almost yeah. done. This okay, is longer so, than the. the oh, this is longer than the recording in Aaron's murder basement. I think. Oh, that was a real. Oh, Doxon got taken. Well, we can get Treadwell stuff. Okay, so it'll be Treadwell or Miles Jack. That would be the. I would take Miles Jack. I would Isn't too. He supposed to be like real good. He's re- yeah, it's just everyone's worried about his knee. Yeah, but who needs a knee? Exactly. I've been doing just fine without one. I look fantastic. <laughs> I've yep. never you got been a more book, active. You got a book deal. I mean, yeah, I'm on this show. You're on yeah. this show. Well, you'll probably Not get drafted. Paid. Like yeah. he's probably like a second, third day guy, but you'll mm. be drafted. Ooh, so the two picks right before him are wide receivers. Yes, that's interesting. Yeah, but Laquan Treadwell is still available. They didn't, yes, they do. They do. But. No, I know. I know. We. 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 Well, okay. So we've got a few we minutes, like left, minutes, minutes left before we go. Uh, what what other notes does, does Marthauer have for us? Last Anything? note I have is um, non wolves 
hoops, playoffs. Okay. It's been kind of a bummer, right? Like yeah. all well, the I mean, injuries, the Clippers. Curry getting hurt, and then like the Clippers. Yeah. They, they thought that it was, was like the moment. The minute them. Curry got hurt, the Clippers yeah. thought we got our Ten shot. Ten minutes later, he they breaks his hands. <laughs> but if you like Curry and you want to see like the best team win, yeah. it's actually kind of it's great news for them. Karma a little bit. It's bad for the Clippers, but like Curry lose, uh, they lose Curry. They can beat the Warriors or the Rockets without him, of course. But then they would have played the Clippers, and I think a fully healthy Clippers probably beats the Warriors without yeah. Curry. Except now the Clippers are dead, so it'll probably be the Blazers, which they could them. maybe beat the Warriors. But the Warriors have a very good chance to win another series, and then hopefully by the time they get to the Western Conference Finals, Curry's back. He's back. Now he'll be back. Maybe at not 100%, which is kind of sad after the great season he had. But. If he's back at 100%, another thing that I think will be uh, interesting is, like, if they win it all again, will there still be people grumbling that they got lucky again this year with playoff luck of injuries? It happened last year, it's like, true, four in a row. But mm-hmm. you're still going to have to beat either San Antonio or Oklahoma in a seven-game series. And what's beautiful about that is even the worst-case scenario is that people are giving them shit about it. That just spurns them on, like, to... For a third one. Yeah, for a yeah. third one, which is great to watch. I mean... Like, it's super fun. You're going to have to beat Oklahoma or San Antonio, and then you're going to have to beat LeBron. Which, oh, totally. Yeah, no, I don't I mean, think, even last year, I mean, I, I suppose actually last year, I understand, like, why people think that. I still think they were going to win it all, but what I was bummed about is, like, I just want to watch them play these teams at full strength. Right. I think they're going to win it. Right. But still, I don't know. This year, you're totally right. Unless, of course, like, more injuries happen, which I don't think they will. So, um, I'm just bummed that, the, I mean, I guess the... How would you like to be a Rockets fan, by the way? You sne- you back into the playoffs, basically. Yeah. After getting to the... They were in the Western Conference Finals last year, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, they lose Curry, and you can't even get lost hyped by up enough points. to not get the shit kicked out of you with a Curryless Warriors team. Harden sleeping on the sidelines. Yeah, you can't even get him to, like, a game six. You can't even, like, yeah, it's pathetic. The game winner gets hit and nobody even <laughs> celebrates on the bench. That was hilarious. Like, oh, yeah, that was funny. That was awesome. Fuck. Yeah. I, uh, that was my all-inclusive deal. Yep. They're going to blow that team up. Maybe we they can get, uh, who do we want from that team? Nobody, really. I mean. No. Trevor, I'll take Trevor Ariza. I'll take Ariza or Jones, Beverly. I don't want backup. Dwight Howard. No, no. I don't think he's a... Uh, uh, so here's a, a potential theory for you. The Rockets have been lauded, lauded, HJs, as being like this uh, uh, analytic-minded, yeah. focused sort They're of one team. One of the first. Uh, one of the first, whatever. But they haven't really had much success. I don't think they've used it in the right way. It's very confusing when they say they are, and then you see, see right. the moves that they've made. Does this not remind you of, like, the early 2000s Blue Jays with J.P. Richardi? J.P. Richardi, yeah. when this constantly, Who actually like, turned out to not be a stat head. And you, yeah. like... He turned out to, like, maybe because it didn't go that well, like, turned against yeah, all his sort assistants of, right? and stuff. But. And it sort of felt this, feels the same way now of, like, okay, well, so you are into what we always well, consider analytics, but you're not. Like, so you don't... they basically blew up the roster to bring in Harden via yep. that trade and then sign Howard. And their plan was, we can't acquire two stars without blowing things up, which, okay. Yep. Turns out Dwight Howard is like a shell of his former self and also not a great person, probably. And everybody hates and, Harden. But the other thing is, like, you're an analytic team. You hire Kevin McHale and then fire him and then hand the keys to J.B. Bickerstaff. Right. Like, yeah. what are the... Yeah, I don't get really how that's... I don't know. It seems like you're, you know... 
Pennywise Palm Foolish there. You like build Something, the roster. Yeah. You you bring in all these guys. They don't shoot mid range. They shoot threes. You got your two stars, and then you're just like, yeah, McHale. You know, known stat head Kevin McHale yeah, is yeah, going to be exactly. our. Right. It's weird. But. Yeah, real wonk. I like McHale's back on the playoff broadcast. He's real good. He is good. I did He's remember really like funny. how good he was because he used to do Wolves games, right? Before he was yes, GM him, and, him and Kevin Harlan. Yeah. Wow, yeah, they were back. That's why I heard yep. like doing a so good. late game on TNT or whatever. Yeah, that's true. We're we, about ready to wrap it up here, guys. Here the Vikings go. pick is on. It's in. It looks like this is a drum roll moment. Twitter says it's going to be Treadwell. How much? I'll ask you this: How much would you need to get paid, or would you pay? You have to tell me which one to go to this in-person draft. I did attend an uh, NBA draft once. At Target Center, Prisbilla's year. Oh, really? It was very boring. Okay. It was the Kenyon Martin was the first pick. Oh, oh yeah. And it was Another... like people, n- nobody could care at all. That was like no. the low point of NBA basketball for yeah. the last 20 years yeah. was that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was brutal. Stu, what about you? Would Wait, you pay to go? Would you need to be paid to go? I would, would need be to your... be paid to go. How yeah, many HJs <laughs> from Mel Kuyper Jr.? To go, I need simultaneous one before one after. He has a lot of sources. Need, I'm sure I would, he's I would good need at Kuiper him. on the shaft and Shea on the balls. <laughs> I'll write that, that down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Just wait, is listening. That's this dumb pick. Just make the pick. I don't even know. I enough. have to drive back to St. Cloud. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I was going to complain I got to go 20 minutes, but I guess I'll <laughs> shut my mouth on that one. Yeah, I would need to be paid a lot my of money. My kids call me sir to go to this. <laughs> there are Vikings fans wearing jerseys, though. Yep. Here we go. Right, we're going go. so right so to shut it down. Are you going to hit the stop? Are we going to say what, who it is and then we'll end say, it? We'll say. Okay. We'll say who it is. Roger Goddard. Laquan Treadwell. Roger Goddard. All right, Laquan Treadmill, Ole Miss. Laquan Treadwell, Ole Miss. Good old Treadmill. Yep. Laquan Treadmill. Well, this has been quite an experience. See See you later. later. Bye. (laughs)